Yeah. I feel like I've got something in common with the people who listen to this podcast. It's sort of highbrow, like... Do, do, uh, do people um, listen? There's nothing called... A, something, there's, well, there's nothing called a fish or something. <laughs> there's nothing called a fish. Whatever it's called. And then, and then they've sort of... They've probably, like, done an alt-right route, and then they've ended up here. I have... I've got a very devoted alt-right following. It's I'm true. sure you do, yeah. That yeah. Was, my yeah, first yeah. thought when listening to it was, yeah, it's going to be a lot of... Well, in fairness, if you start... And they have crossover with the alt-right. But if you start a podcast with the with the question National Front, good or bad? Yeah. What, do you, what do you expect? <laughs> What's the National Front? Uh, like you don't know, you signed up member. So well, you moved here. I don't actually think we have. Who's the far right party in Australia? Uh, the one in power. <laughs> <laughs> the bliss of the abyss. Once upon a time, in a land far away, a poor farmer and his wife lived all alone. They were very lost. Uh, anyway, look, welcome to my podcast, all right? Your podcast. I'm going to do an introduction separate to this without you guys heckling me or derailing no, no, me at no, any point. I'm not going to do it now. Can we do it? How do you introduce your podcast? I will, I will do <laughs> it. <laughs> that that you don't listen. What's the phrase <laughs> you use? No, you see, I've this is the problem. <clears throat> now, of course, you two are very welcome in a way. But also, I'd like to say... I'd like to feel it. Pipe down, number one. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, number two. Stop fiddling with the gear, number three. The gear the gear's not working. Oh, shut up. You have it no idea. It's supposed to spin like that. <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since we uh, since we recorded together. And I just remembered why. Mood. <laughs> yeah. So we... Uh, I, let's explain for people who are... Um, confused and tuning mm. in why the fuck are first of all do you want to introduce yourself or shall i introduce you uh no you should introduce us because that's what i'm accustomed to okay that also, person talking I don't know who he is oh my god <laughs> do you see this is going to be difficult but it's okay i can mute you all which podcast are we doing <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the bliss of the abyss <laughs> this is a teaser episode for our other podcast this is to get people interested in our dynamic oh, as a three doing that Huh? Are we still doing that? Well, in theory we are. In theory. It's just, I don't know if you've noticed, but the world is completely disintegrated. <laughs> it's ended a little bit. So. It wasn't really great before. No, but it's a lot worse now. Perhaps we could make it great again. So let me just quickly introduce, just do the framework of a proper show. That's how you do things. Did not become in charge? Shut up. I, this is my <laughs> podcast now, it's not ours. That's, uh, that was Peter, the guy with the squeaky, annoying voice. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and the, the big butch Australian to my left is, uh, is Tom. Is it, do you want anything else? Tom, Leo, Peter, Hose. They're both stand-up comedians. They're both funny, quote-unquote, people, quote-unquote, <laughs> and my quote-unquote friends. And we do a podcast together, or we did, called Not Fit for Human Consumption, which we haven't done in ages because lockdown. But we've got a load of episodes and some of them are good, and some of them are bad, and we're just waiting to release them. So I thought you could come on this show, we could make it funny, no pressure, a lot of pressure, have a good time, no pressure, a lot of pressure, and, you know, also nice to hang out and see you. Uh, yes, in the back. If you like. So, just out of interest, how many listeners does this podcast in? And the reason I ask is I just want to know 
how much Very rude. how much effort should we bother? I would say put in as much effort as you ever have to anything in your life. Yeah. That much. Yeah. Even his Excellent. sigh was lacking the yeah, re- requisite like he, effort. He, he tried to act out that he was sighing, but he also fucking half-assed that as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I could make this believable, but I can't be bothered. I feel like if I was to say, like, I love you to someone, I'd just go, I... You know the rest. Yeah, yeah. Even though that requires I, more words than I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time you said, I love you to Ash? I do. Um, I actually said, I love you about a week after I asked her out. And it was, and it was as true then as it is now. (laughs) (laughs) Which is to say, no, not at all. (laughs) No, yeah, I did about a weekend. I think it was a week. It was a week or two. Yeah. Having said that, that was not a week after our first date. That was a week after our me actually asking her to be to go steady go steady that, was that what you say hey babe you want to go no, steady no it's not what do you say will you be my girlfriend yes oh. <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> uh, wait well probably... there we go Tom you've asked you yeah, can't no, take it back now that's fair he's got me dead to rights that yeah, one. there we go oh, and I would be... actually if I get a say I would rather be dead <laughs> My that can be arranged. Paul <laughs> is going to be an awkward conversation with Ashley. Eh? I was going to say you guys are going to have to split my. Lucky I don't. Sorry, oh, sorry, 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 I don't sorry, want to what? do that, Tom. Thank you. Lucky I don't have anything, so it's not really much of an estate to split. No, I would be splitting. <laughs> I've heard you own a lot of property around the world. I own most world, of it, yeah. including this one, including everything the light touches. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of Australia? Have you heard of Australia? Yeah? Yeah. That's yours. That's all mine. <laughs> That's everything the light touches. I am technically China. Right, okay. Didn't you start the fires as a joke that got out of hand? I started the fires to remind people not to be complacent and, you know, pay their fucking taxes. Yeah. Now, isn't the forest fire mascot some kind of friendly bear? It's probably, it has probably a some sort of koala. Yeah, we have we have lots of forest fires. Well, it's not Australia's forest, known as the land of mascots. Just to fill yeah. you in, Peter. If you didn't know that, Australia right. full of mascots. Loads of mascots. That's actually the only reason why we let the native species exist is so that we can make them into mascots. Native species. I assume you mean koalas, kangaroos. Yes, Ruskin. Thank that you. Thanks I mean. for clearing that up. So your mascot for the fires was a koala, <laughs> but was it a badly burned koala? <laughs> Just Not that I'm aware of. I think he was wearing a fire hat. Yeah. yeah. He was paying attention. Which is adorable. To protocol. And misleading, because koalas are useless. Like, of all the Australian animals to fight a fire or anything, you would not choose a koala. Ooh, I what? don't know. No. Oh, d- okay, useless. hold on, hold on. They live up trees. Yeah. Yeah. Which I would out of wood. I wouldn't call Highly what they're flammable. doing. No, I know. I'm not going that way, because <laughs> that's a disaster. I meant, if you... Put a backpack on each koala with an upside-down water bottle, then it can rain down precious forest fire quenching. Whereas a shrew, I assume you have shrews over there. I am sure we have something akin to a shrew. Akin to a shrew. A bandicoot, I imagine. Uh, they would be worse at fighting forest fires. Ergo, koalas win. I've got an alternative. You in the back. <laughs> then up the kangaroo's pouch of water and as it's jumping around, a little splash here, a little splash there. Yeah, but then the joey would drown. 
Sacrifices must be made. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Sacrifices must. I'm not be sure made. how much a pouch can hold though. Like, just let's, find <laughs> <laughs> let's find out. Let's find out on this week's episode. Zoo. Do they have kangaroos at London Zoo? Fuck yeah, they're they cheap. Eat. Wow, they're cheap. They're ten a penny, aren't they? Oh, of course, mate, they're going to import they them. They are everywhere. Yeah, they are quite literally. If you live in the country, but, you've you've got kangaroos in your yard most mornings. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, people hunt cats in Australia, don't they? Yeah, so anything that is European or introduced... Uh-oh! Um, except Caucasians. The white man. <laughs> yeah, except white people. Uh, you are... I wouldn't say that you're legally allowed to hunt it, but it certainly isn't frowned upon. Because they do insane amount of damage to the native species. Yeah. So, for example, all of the cute little mascots that we have, they <laughs> destroy their habitat and basically eat all their food. They steal their... Their homes, Uh-oh. which is very you know very European thing to do, <laughs> um, and then they yeah they basically just render them that's, on the cusp of extinction. That's not true. We don't, <laughs> we don't we don't we don't steal their homes. We make them build us new homes where their homes used to be. We don't live in their shitholes. We want to live in a palace. I'm, I'm sure vote. that in a court of law you could argue that point. Yeah, the court of law. Where, where we'll built, be quite soon on the yeah, basis of, that, of this conversation. The court of law is that we've built using yeah, the laws exactly, that we yeah. have written, that we have forced them to follow. I think I'm going to be fine. And if you'll turn to page 53, I think you'll find everything is in my favour in every possible way. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's that's why we shoot Europeans on sight. Okay, good, yes. Uh, mammals. Human well, mammals. <laughs> yeah. So Tom and Jerry. The, the actual the backpacker murders were just a case of uh, what are the backpacker mistaken murders? Identities. I mean, I can guess. Have you not seen Wolf Creek? Wolf Creek is a horror movie. There's a couple of them, I think, based on a true story of a guy who killed a bunch of European backpackers. British, I think. The the backpackers or the killer. No, the backpackers were British. Did the he killer just lie was Australian. Because they were backpackers, or, or I both? think he just killed them because they were there. And let me guess, they were young women. Well, yeah, he enjoyed himself. And they were young women. They were young. No, one was a young man. One or two were young men. They're very effeminate. <laughs> <laughs> Trying their best. Hiya! Hiya! Uh, now, is hitchhiking a thing in Australia? Is that how he killed them? Uh, yes, that is. It's yeah. not not a recommended thing. No, but it's still more of a... Australia. It's cause that's it's a... how my dad used to get around, was hitchhiking. But then, you know... What? He the... killed some backpackers. <laughs> Got a lot of cars. became a used car sale. There were all those <laughs> court cases. You know the story, tale as old as time. But you wouldn't hitchhike in Australia because... Oh, I would. Oh, no, sorry, no, you won't finish. No, no, but I'm just saying, you wouldn't accept hitchhikers. Cause I would. It's sorry, you won't finish. It's hundreds of hours to the nearest town. It's not like, oh, I'll just give you a lift up the road. No, like you do. Is... You, you, you would accept hitchhikers because if you are stranded anywhere but the cities or suburbs yeah. in Australia... You are about what half a day away from death in the summer, and probably a day away from death in the winter. Come visit Australia. <laughs> <laughs> and that's without any of the animals or locals attacking so you. So why is your country afraid of COVID? We're not. We beat COVID. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've been keeping abreast of the yeah. news. Except they in beat Melbourne it. and Queensland, and I think maybe South you've Australia. Mentioned yeah, that's about half the country <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, fine. The UK, we defeat COVID except for Leeds, Manchester. <laughs> except for Liverpool. England, Wales, Scotland and a bit of Ireland. <laughs> and the the best bit. bit <laughs> According to Dublin. According to Dublin. <laughs> I've never visited Ireland and after this I won't be allowed to. 
Have I you not? visited Ireland. It is no. incredible. It's called the Emerald Isle, Peter. Yeah, because Ooh, hello, it is Peter. the colour of an emerald. And there are emeralds there. Hello, come in. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. It's Caitlin hey, here to do a tight five. A, yep, it's Kitchen Corner, ki- Kitchen Conundrums. It's uh, the, the great British <laughs> Bake Off. That would be an unusual superpower to have. <laughs> but only blind as long as you keep talking. Yeah, yeah. So it wears off it's as like soon as you... reverse invisibility. Yeah. Yeah. You have to filibuster. That's that would actually right. be a great superpower. Imagine being able to temporarily blind people. No pain, no nothing. Just click your fingers, they're blind, and then you... Oh, I don't know what you're going to do. Yeah, well, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, this feels like a superpower you're going to use for, for evil. Aren't they all? <laughs> what, should I drink it or not? What do we think, people, in the room? I am not going to interfere with your marriage. Yeah, no, I don't. I, feel I will like, make her first. I feel like this is something. <laughs> okay, I got this. I think you got this, yeah. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> ah, action stations, go. I have not left, I have not left upstairs. Right, let me traditionally you help see you out in a sort of husband-wife way. You guys, oh, you know. yeah. I'm going to be the husband. Kitchen intercourse. Yeah. Gonna... See you in 20 minutes. <laughs> 19 of that is going to be cuddling. I'll be honest. I've always liked Caitlin, but I, I never get that Rob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rob's a bit of a bit of a trouble, right. isn't he? I'm not saying Caitlin could do better. I mean, you're implying it heavily. <laughs> and uh, I don't think anyone would disagree. Actually, Rob is beyond attractive. He's ethereal. He's like a male Galadriel. Rob looks like a drawing that came to life. Yeah, he does. He looks like that drawing that came to life because that is a drawing of Rob, without a cat, with a cat attached to his face. He does very much look like that dwarf though from The Hobbit. Yeah, the pretty one. Pretty one yeah. gets killed. Oh the yeah, I was thinking the older one. What's his name? Killy. Yeah. Which is ironic because he gets killed. Killed a lot. Yeah, he gets well. He gets killed once. He's not Frodo. He's not wearing mithril. In this house, we are faithful to the Lord of the Rings canon. Speaking of cannons, <clears throat> what do I miss? Old huh? mate, trousers with no jocks on. You just have to listen to the. Yeah, uh, you just have to listen to the recording. Oh great! Of us chatting mad shit. shit. <laughs> now, can you stop insulting my listener base, please? Why? Some... Why the Be- racist homophobic? Are you yeah, your listener base not used to being insulted by this point? Uh, no, I talk very lovingly to my listener base. That's, we have a relationship. Why? Because I lack intimacy in my personal life and I feel Ooh. the need to overshare. No. Wow. Because I believe in treating people with kindness and love. No, Why? You What's your theory? I am. Where's that ever gotten anyone? Um, it's got me married, I guess. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep my opinions on marriage to myself. <laughs> Ooh. i got a couple of theories on marriage. Oh, yeah. Is it like your theories on evolution? Oh, God. Please. Look, can we not have eugenics for once when we talk? I promise nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest. Hearing some of the conversations about COVID, full sterilization doesn't sound that bad. I never I'm not not for forced sterilization. I'm not not for forced. That was a stutter. I'm not for forced sterilization. However, my opinion of people already exceedingly low, has definitely dipped since COVID. Really? People are really fucking stupid. Yeah. And, like, selfish and self-involved and just not willing to even do very slightly uncomfortable things for the benefit of broader society. You mean wearing a mask? Wearing a mask, wearing a mask properly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, if one thing I've seen nose, with masks... Take it off. Such a weird thing. People, um... 
Like that, some people they'll be wearing a mask. They'll say something in a shop, and the person will go, "Sorry," and then they'll take and the they'll mask off, pull it down, yeah. and speak even louder. Which not only negates the mask entirely, but actually made the situation worse because you're being louder. You're projecting. Projecting. But what can yeah. you do when they genuinely can't? Like, you're in a coffee shop. Because I've done that a couple of times. I won't be ashamed to say that. You Obviously, be. <laughs> Idiot. Well, no. Like, you've, got the, you've got the perspex barrier there. They're mumbling there with their mask on. You're trying to hear as clearly as possible at masks. And they just keep going, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like, there's not... Unless I can actually write it down... Yes, exactly. You carry a whiteboard with you at all times. Have you never travelled... In a lecture sketch. (laughs) Give me a minute! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Fuck, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you've waiting? Oh, have you got a great point waiting? Have you? I was going to ask, have you you never travelled to a... Yeah, do drink, please. Let's hear it. Rude. Have you never travelled to a foreign country where you don't speak the language? Yeah, you just shout at them. Okay, yeah, if true. you increase your bad. volume, English People, is actually yeah. translatable exactly. Spanish. on the <laughs> Yeah, I, have, I find it helps if you put on that weird accent as well. I'm yeah, not, not if, sure you, what if that you mock was. them to their face in a language they don't speak, they will understand you. They will understand you deeply. Yeah. Uno coffee. Uno coffee. <laughs> Spanish has to be one of the most easy languages to pick up casually, though. And yet, none and yet, of us can none speak. None of us speak Spanish. <laughs> So no, there we when go. You're, when you're it's really there, difficult. it's not hard. What do you mean? To speak English? No, to speak Spanish in Spain when you're there. Oh, uh, yeah, you it does just kind of come to you, doesn't it, a bit more? Oh, yeah, but everything's like fairly dos y both of all. You know how to say thank you and please, so... Yeah. Dos is two, everybody knows that. We've all lived. Cerveza, beer, I know that in <laughs> every language. I'll be honest, though, I struggle to order tapas. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. That's I was like, "What you... is the word for tapas?" That's because you kept calling it tapas. It's tapas, not tapas. Tapas. <laughs> Sounds tapas. like you're ridiculing a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Well, thank you very much for for bringing me this uh, teacher's blended. Scottish whiskey. Oh, are the official uh, sponsor of your podcast? They literally are. required one of no effort from me, so you're welcome. Mm. It's so welcome. Just like teaching. Just like teaching does. Requires no effort. No effort from Leaves me. Leaves a bitter taste <laughs> in your mouth. Because I'm not a teacher. And you instantly regret it as soon as you <laughs> Now, thanks for taking part in the test and trace system as you entered my house. Yeah, yeah. Scanning I'm... the QR code, having the swab. I'll be honest, the back of my throat still hurts. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> that's, you know, swab. usual. Um, I've got your results. I don't want to know. You don't want to know? Fair. No. That's your right as an individual. Just tell me whether or not... Just tell me I need to isolate. Don't tell me if I'm positive or not. Okay. Out of interest, did the test tell you he's gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was the test we were talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you didn't want to know your results. Fuck. Well, uh, I presume that if I said yes to the swab, I was gay. <laughs> the swab was your There penis. we go. Yeah. Because yeah. it shows... I did the swab to prove I wasn't gay. You failed. That was that was the test. See, for you, I gave you a different test. I didn't even swallow. Well, it was reverse psychology, though. That this, proves it. This has to be the most puerile through line we've ever done. Well, no, you should listen to the 20 or so hours we've got recorded <laughs> before this. That's utter shit. I feel like we didn't do a podcast. What we did was we were recorded uh, for our, to, by our psychiatrist to determine the course of treatment. Yeah. Yeah. If, if somebody, like, if I came to in a Wait. room... Sorry. <laughs> Even sorry, I resisted that. Sorry, yeah. you were literally trying to raise the bar and I dragged us further down. Sorry, if you came to. <laughs> if I came twice in a padded room, um, if I came to in a padded room. And, and no one was there to and, see it, did it really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, if if you like listening to someone try and say something and then being interrupted repeatedly, this uh, is watch. Uh, what's that podcast called? Not fit for human consumption. That's a bad and you can't watch it either. It's not Holocaust. Not no, Holocaust. It's, no, it's not. It's, <laughs> I've put it through the senses. Apparently, that's no, going to get. No, Holocaust. Well, no, we could get. We might get. You know, we'll get a shot on Alex Jones's network. We'll, you know, the no, no, right H- will. H O double L O W. Mm-hmm. Cast. Oh yeah, hollow cast. The thing that always stops things being racist is spelling. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, fair. You know, I'm not a big fan of puns. I know you're about to make a point where you're coming to. I came as well. Don't worry. All I was going to say is that if I came to an impaled room and a doctor told me that the last what three years of my life had all been a fucking really bad mental breakdown and that you guys weren't actually real and sort of like a Truman Show type. Yeah, like a really depressing Truman show. Yeah. It wouldn't... It'd hurt, but it wouldn't surprise me. What would you do? Would you try and convince them that you were sane? Or? Well, I'd ask them to stop treating me. Why would... Because it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you are sick, but you've enjoyed the sickness. I think that if you are... Mm. And, and this is probably not the right ethical stance to take, but that's never stopped me before. Here we go. Uh, I think Disclaimer. If, if you're sick mentally to a point where your delirium or delusion is making you happy and you aren't in a position to harm anyone, is it morally, is it ethically okay to take you out of that into the real world where you will have to face... I mean, all this shit. Which is going to cost the state more? <laughs> hey. hey, capitalism. Uh, y- but life, life's fucking hard anyway. I mean, what? Yeah, no, as opposed to what? The- living in a padded cell. That's- you found a way, but you're not living in a padded cell. Your body is existing in a padded cell. You're living in a fairy tale land. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! The Matrix. That, no, that. No, 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 I'm no, no, thinking no. religion. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking like a religion or LSD trip that's just permanent or. <laughs> You know, have you ever seen, um, what's that? Well, that chick that falls down the hole with the rabbit. Alice uh, in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Tom, Tom's one-line reviews of books. No, yeah, his synopsis. The girl that falls down the hole with the no, rabbit. that chick, I believe. The chick, the chick that falls down the hole with the rabbit. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. What, that is a thing. Oh one my God, that's, reviews. can we think of some more things? Tom, that, one more line review. Tom, one line guess. review of A Christmas Carol. No, 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 no. He has to just give us the one line review and we have to guess We the have book. to guess the book or movie? Okay. It's the Christmas Carol, the old bloke and the ghost. <laughs> Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> We're on to a winner! Do another, do another. Uh, I don't know. He's only read three books. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read them. They were read to me. Um, <laughs> By the people in the white coats. Yeah, no. I just think that that, that would be morally, um, at least, you know, ambiguous. Wait, what film is that? <laughs> uh, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> what do you think is the most overrated popular movie? The most overrated popular mu- mu- movie? Yeah, just repeat what I just said. Uh, yeah, no, I did, for clarification. Um, I think it's a good question. It is a good question. I think that I don't have an answer for that, well, because this be wasn't in the pre-interview interview, and... Um, you're not supposed to throw me curveballs like this, Cody. <laughs> this is meant to be a softball session. This is supposed to be a, yeah, you were supposed to softball these in. <laughs> so, is that the phrase? Am I turning that phrase correctly? Uh, if I came to. Um, <laughs> I think, how about like Greece? Not that I've actually seen Greece. You've never seen Greece? Yeah. No, not it's that I plan to. It's very problematic to watch. Is it, <laughs> yeah, you just mean as in it's difficult to stay awake for that long? Or? No, yeah. you just shouldn't wank over it. But. Okay. No, but like the things. 
I avoided. Oh yeah, but isn't it set in the fifties or something? Oh, or the seventies or no fifties? It was yeah. filmed in the seventies, but but the, the one makes problematic is like saying it's fine to just change for you know the boy. And oh, you mean like okay the whole storyline? In a while watching a drive-through movie, like it's fine. yeah. Is that what happens in Greece? I thought. Oh, it was yeah, just... it's mu- it's messed up. Like by by. Oh, she's pregnant. I mean, she's a pariah. Yeah. Oh no, she isn't pregnant. She's one of us again. Better, but, better, better. Yeah. Okay, to play Devil's Advocate, although I haven't seen the movie. I've not seen Devil's Advocate. That, that is, is, it, it is actually. actually, it's not yeah, a bad movie. It's quite good. Al Pacino really hams it up. Keanu Reeves balances is that him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please say, please say, please say, Al Pacino is actually an advocate for the devil. He's the, the devil. He's, no, he's, he's the, the devil. devil. Yeah, in the movie too. I mean, spoiler alert, obviously, but yeah. <laughs> He's the devil. He's the devil. That's kind of all you need to know. He's also a lawyer, hence the, you know, kind of... Yeah, I mean, it's not... It's... That's an amazing concept, and how have I missed this? It's a good movie. Yeah, it's like the late 90s, wasn't it? It's yeah. like a classic like line that. from it. Huh? It's uh, a classic line, no. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could look up quotes from... Hail Satan. Yeah, there we go. Sorry, just for our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> That's his Tourette's kicking in again. <laughs> I just forgot to say it at the start of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, yo. Um, it's not particularly. Oh, what, what about the um, the Tom Cruise one? That, I think that's well overrated. Top Gun. Top Gun. People can fuck off with their Top Gun yeah. thing, and they're making another one. Fuck off! I don't want it. I don't I, need I, it. I, I gen, generally speaking enjoy Tom Cruise movies. Top Gun is not one of my favorites. Exactly. I liked Oblivion. I liked yep. uh, that Tomorrow one. What you Edge of Tomorrow. Love that movie. I think Minority Report's underrated. Ooh, Minority actually. Report. Yeah. We're, I was just reading about that weirdly. The director who made that got blacklisted by Hollywood. I was reading in this this whole Minority thing. Report. Yeah. Sorry, got blacklisted. What? Like the fifties? Um, what? Well, no, the Minority Report. laws. No, I'm just saying. Like you know, there was actually an official Hollywood blacklist. Yeah, there? for communists. Yeah. No, I mean it's just used colloquially now, just yeah. to mean you'll never oh, work right. in this town yeah. again. It's Why? not an actual list on black paper. Because you know what he made after Minority Report? Gili. What's Gilly? Oh, yeah. Now what's Gilly? Gilly was a film with, I want to say, Jesse... Benefer. Benefer, that's it. Ben Affleck and... Um, what? Oh, Jennifer okay, Lopez. Okay, say no more. He was, he was blacklisted for making a movie. <laughs> making a movie with Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. As, oh. And they're romantic. Weirdly enough, they were together at the time yeah. and they have no chemistry. Exactly. And it's just... Adam the, Sandler it's... and Jennifer Aniston were together. No. Adam not, Sandler. Adam, no one mentioned Adam Sandler. Sorry. What's going ben on, Affleck buddy? Ben Affleck. And, uh, ben Affleck, sorry. Jennifer Lopez, yeah? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they did... They, well, it, was just a, it was just a crap movie. It's it was just not a, very good. astonishingly crap yeah, movie. Yeah, if, if, considering the... Considering how good his previous work was, considering how good his lead actors are in general, um, What's the it was very, very poor. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, That's how on, bad you know the, the premise was. already. The premise was two people... There was love, you know. Why There's did some make crime. That movie after Minority Report, because he wanted to break out of the typecast of making really good films. <laughs> people really have too high of an opinion of me. I'd like to make a real piece of shit so that the people. Too much. Yeah, exactly. I thought Minority Report was directed by Spielberg. You are wrong. I believe he did exec produce it. Oh, but he probably did. Yeah. Okay. I personally didn't really like Minority Report. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's one of those where the concept comes in early and you're like, oh, I get it. 
and then that's oh, just it's not deep. No, but okay. but it parades as if it is. Yeah, well, that's like true, Inception. True. That's like Inception. Uh, oh, it's so complex. It's not. It's actually three dreams. It's just each other. that's yeah. it. But then, is look, it a dream every at time the end they... or not. Well, spoiler. I'm oh, sorry, if you've Just not watched Inception by now... <laughs> well, at least heard about have it. Have you guys been... Oh, two-part question. Have you been to the cinema since lockdown no, lifted no. and... <laughs> Second part. Will you leave my house? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, well, then you haven't seen After Tenet, uh, which is the new... David. Um... <laughs> He's got a podcast. He just had Tim Mitchell on. There we go. David Tennant has a podcast. Yeah. And it's called David Tennant does a podcast. Yeah. So, With Tim Mitchell. It's not, not called, time, it's not called it's not called David does a podcast with, yeah, with just, one episode. just one episode. He should yeah. though, that would make it a lot easier to find. Double act. David Tennant and Tim Minchin. Okay. Right. You can do a Tim Minchin impression. You can probably do a I David Tennant impression. Oh, Three, I don't know about two, that. one, go. Who's interviewing who? You didn't establish that. Well, it's David Tennant with Tim Minchin, so you're interviewing Tim Minchin, yep. you fucking idiot. Ooh, that's not it's a fiery atmosphere exactly already. So, uh, excuse me, have so, you met Tim uh, Minchin? Doctor Who. So, uh, I'm joined today by uh, Tim Minchin. How are you doing? Yeah, right. Great, and that's all the time we've got. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're going to be sailing and to the top scene. of the charts. <laughs> I was uh, Doctor Who. No, 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 I'm gonna need five minutes to come down from that emotionally. It Fun was a fact. real roller coaster. Fun yes, fact. in the back. So, so you know, David Tennant. No, no, Jimmy would it like this. So, you know, so David don't interrupt. <laughs> As opposed to everything else Peter has ever said, you might actually. I enjoy promise this. you guys, this won't be the worst thing you've ever heard ever. It's not about it. me. It's about my mum. Oh yeah, come on then. There we go. Oh, the, he knows how to set the story up. So you know David. Oh, I know David Tennant's recently done that uh, drama about uh, Dennis Nilsson. Uh, yes, right. Um, uh, Tom, do you know who Dennis Nilsson is? No, he's one of you. <laughs> so oh, yes. Dennis Nilsson was a notorious. Uh, sorry, this is gonna have a trigger warning now, isn't it? Are you one of those? Do you have trigger warnings on your podcast? Absolutely. Oh uh, well, if you're easily triggered, please listen. So Dennis Nelson and grows up. No, I can't say that. Dennis Nelson um, um, would, would would invite gay young men round his flat, murder them, and dispose their bodies. Often by like shoving them down the blender, and he was discovered because basically like the sewage pipes were blocked up with body parts. Fun fact: he worked with my mum at the time he was arrested. This is huge, and because apparently very lovely, very polite. Oh, all the daily. cliches. But the thing is. Right, because this was the eighties, and they didn't believe in mental health. They were like, this, they said to the office, "Take the rest of the day off." So went, that was it. No counselling support or yeah. anything. Just have the rest of the afternoon off. Yeah, and then back. back and maybe back. like here are some tablets. But honestly, how 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 mentally distressing is is it to find out your co-worker's a serial killer? He can kill you. He can kill anyone you know or love. But I mean, if you think you know someone and it turns out they're blending human beings. Remember at Tom, Christmas time. It would one be, less it, person you have to... Tom, it would be as shocking as finding out that you're a decent human being. <laughs> no, because you're not making any good case way, That would fundamentally change the way you perceive reality. reality. Yeah. <laughs> finding out someone's a serial killer is just slightly inconvenient. What would make you <laughs> a serial sorry, killer? What? Don't sorry, let- what? Also, sorry, barrier for being a serial killer is so low. It's just three people. It doesn't have any no, 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 Wait, the psychopathology of a serial killer is not just kill three people. I thought that was the <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Oh, just kill three that's people. That's what a serial killer would see. Yeah. That's a concept. <laughs> How dare you? 
<laughs> Clearly, you know this in and out. So tell I us, what not, is the what, psychopathology of a oh, serial killer? I don't killer? know it intimately. I, you know, <laughs> just I'm not that arrogant. I would never read up on it. I myself. just thought it meant you killed three or more people. No, you have to. So you have to I'm kill them it. in the same manner. You have to kill them with like a particular reasoning in mind, a particular pattern of targeting. An mo. This is a bit like what is art. Because no, 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 no hear, me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Because you can find many different bodies that have been killed in many different ways, but the reasoning behind it could be the same. No, you could. No, and you, you're, you're actually presuming like you have to know the artist or killer <laughs> in to understand what is art, aka what is a serial killer. Uh, no, because it doesn't. So you're both right. It doesn't matter what <laughs> one art is far is. more right than the other. It doesn't matter what art is. Like if I, if you show me a painting and I say that's not art. So Tom, you are now equating a killing with art. Well, depends how you do. I'm not not. (laughs) I'm not not not. Stab 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 stab. (laughs) A serial killer is typically a person who murders three or more people, usually in service of abnormal psychological gratification, but not necessarily. With the murders taking place over more than a month. And including a significant period of time between them. Aha. Uh-huh. While yeah, most authorities set a threshold of three murders, others extend it to four or lessen it to two. Yeah, I'm not- so the psychopathology behind the murders is what makes it a serial killing. Yeah, you it can, can include... It's psych- psychological gratification is the most usual motive, but according to the FBI, the motives of serial killers can include anger, thrill-seeking, financial gain, and attention-seeking. Yeah, if you just go out on a Monday and kill three people, that's just a bad day. <laughs> that's just an average day. That's just an average day. <laughs> that's just a weekend. No, there is more to it than just killing three people. That's like that's like saying, um, you know, making love to a woman is just... What's that like? <laughs> Very similar to making love to a man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're not missing out on So that. is it the difference here between serial killer and mass murderer? Right, that's the oh yeah, for sure. Because well, the time scale comes into it, but it's also the the reasoning behind it. Because the serial killer, the serial part, has nothing to do with who. No, no, no honey, nothing... not <laughs> yeah, easy joke. The serial killing part. <laughs> After every joke we make, can we please grade it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I quite difficult joke too. <laughs> for the whole series for the whole yeah by the way can I just say as soon as you nope. got out Google and like looked at the facts yep. I resented you I was like that never happens or not a fit for human consumption no like, we're not dare obs- you bring knowledge we're not interested no, into facts all the time on, on but, but this is the best, the best, the best. yeah TBOTA we, we fact check on this yeah, yeah. In fact, That's half right. of the podcast we is just him reading shit off the internet. <laughs> we have more facts. That may or may not be true. <laughs> I was true. Gonna say that hurt, didn't it? it stung a little. <laughs> I mean, the best episodes of that. The, better, yeah, the worst the other... are when I try to do something else. Yeah. Like talk about bay leaves. What, like? <laughs> or, or, or interview people who are right in the middle of work and you're like, hey, can I call you up and interview you for my podcast? And I'm like, I've just told a child they can't come back to school. <laughs> that didn't happen. Hang on. Uh, yeah, yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> disclaimer. That say, hang on, hang on. I got no phone call. Yeah, because yeah. you're you, buddy. Come on, Pete. You've been a miserable cunt for the last <laughs> three months. Because of you. <laughs> you haven't called? I have so called. We, do you remember when we had that four-hour-long phone yeah, call? You, you came over here and ate him at a house and home. I literally invited you over to my house. I said, Peter, we can do a podcast if you want. But instead, he sat there. He ate my crisps. <laughs> he drank my orange juice. <laughs> and he told me a very sad juice? story. Uh, Christmas and orange juice, yeah, it's a classic. Actually, no, we didn't have that. I'm being silly, obviously. Fucking I can't remember what we had. We, had uh, we did have a nice meal. No, we didn't have a meal. Yeah, we did. What's wrong with these two? 
I think we had sandwiches. Do you remember? Yeah, sandwiches. We had sandwiches. They ate in a conversation that was really sad and is not going to entertain their listeners. No. Here's the thing, Tom. When you're not there, me and Peter very quickly go into anal sex. <laughs> well, hey, do you, does. buddy? <laughs> yeah, one of us does. The other just bends and takes it. The other one's eating a sandwich. Hey, you, you, you do you, man. I don't judge. I love gays. Uh, what are your thoughts on... Me too. What are your thoughts on um, introducing Great. food into the sex environment? No, no, tried it. Don't like it. Yeah, I feel exactly. Sex or food? Sex, I can take or leave. Food. Uh, Look at him, I think it's clear. I find that the sex gets in the way of the food. (laughs) Let's be honest. I don't want to have to wash my hands after eating ribs. uh... (laughs) Ribs? No one's introducing ribs into the sex. Why the fuck not? Because it's always something like whipped cream or, you know, smarties up the arsehole. Is that a thing? I I have no idea. It's the fact that you're going to get your own bed sheets day. No, That's you're not. You don't do it in the bed, you psycho. Why did you do it? God. Somewhere where it's... The cleaning is easier. Yeah. Where there's wiped down surfaces. Your, your parent, your, her parents' spare room. I'm genuinely confused. Yep. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That'll be Peter's podcast coming out in 2009. No, I'm, uh, I'm going to do a, pod, a podcast of my own, actually. Boo. Uh, I came up with the idea first. No copies yeah, of podcasts. Oh, oh sorry. Like, I'm going to copy this dream format. For the listeners listening at the listen moment, <laughs> I'm not going to do a podcast. You're welcome. Yes, you are. You're in our, you're in our podcast. No, no, oh, think... yeah, no. I'll do a podcast with you. I'm can not going to do my own Can I just say podcast. this podcast... Like, might genuinely have value because it's not just me. No, you may not. Oh, okay. In fact, you're not even in it. It's going to do great. <laughs> Sorry, what I mean is I'm listening you, to a podcast. Are you producing a podcast, but you're not on it? So, so, so tell us. Exclusive. Uh, this is just, this is a weird episode of a podcast. This is mainly a podcast about other podcasts. No, we don't talk about it. Just, just... No, 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 you should, because now I've set it up. Okay, so... I can cut it if it's, it's boring. Yeah, no, okay. You will. So it's with um, Jenny, who's... Who? Apparently my girlfriend. Who? What yeah. do you mean apparently? Well, I've said she's my girlfriend. She's gone apparently. Oh, okay. I see. So, Is she that attractive redhead you keep bringing around? Yes. Oh. Okay. It's... Okay, cool. Yeah, so, cool. Hey, dude. All right. When she's Put not the being, gun down. When she's, when she's not being my full-time girlfriend. She's, she's <laughs> it is a full-time <laughs> job. <laughs> For which she receives no benefits. I was going to say, it's not really a job it's more of a uh, location incarceration calling a community service no she's not serving the community then it's if she's an oh she is <laughs> <laughs> she's taking a fucking bullet i think we all agree that <laughs> it's not all she's taken but oh uh three three yeah no i would have given it a one why honestly. who with not me i felt bad doing it i give a 6.9 which is what <laughs> she says uh go on carry on with your boring podcast story <laughs> <laughs> two just for the listeners two, at home. No, not a two. Whenever for that's what she a says. Joke, we just like to stare at him until he weeps. Mm. Continue with your life story. Um, so, Jen, when she's not my full-time carer, is um, a sometimes doctor. and um, Sometimes doctor? That sounds like she, she's, very dodgy. She, no, she's, a, she's Tom. She is a... That's the first one. Four. She is a proper doctor. She is shocked by my my lack of medical knowledge, and I've assured her that mm. my lack of medical knowledge is probably the equivalent of the average member of the public. No, it's not. It's better, which is depressing because you know fuck all. I didn't even know where the liver was, and I didn't realise that. Didn't know where the liver I was. thought the two intestines were separate. I didn't realise the large one went into the small one. What? I generally thought one was for poo and one was for wee. 
30 years old. Whoa. That's not a bit. That no, is beyond. That's a fu- funny enough to be a bit five. <laughs> <laughs> Peter's Peter's just knowledge or lack of knowledge is a fun. But anyway, so she, she so Ignorance. she was like, why don't we come up with a podcast where we um te- like we where she mansplains shit to yeah. you, and it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Wait for this, educating Peter. Okay, like educating Rita. Yeah, thank you for explaining. But how thick are your listeners that they don't pick that up, oh, mate? Okay. With three C's. Okay. <laughs> That's how thick they are. But, um, I thought the three, three diseases they have all begin with C. But, yeah, they're um, bedbound. Chlamydia, anyway, yeah. cholera, and high cholesterol. Uh, I'm not going to allow it. That, no? You snuck in the H. No way. But I can't just say cholesterol because that's not a disease. Well, I think you're missing the obvious C disease. I don't... No, we're not going to go for that. Fair Do you enough. know why? Fair because enough. it affects one in three people. And you know what? If the listeners hear us talking about that, then nah. it's going to remind them of the person they know that has it, and it's going to make them sad. And the objective well, of this podcast... No, no, no. The objective of this podcast is not to make people sad. No. It's to inform them about the bay leaf and its <laughs> many uses. That's right. How uh, of interest. The bay leaf, by the way, cannot be used to cure cancer. No. Although you can try. You can try. I mean, you can eat the fuck out of them. Eat the fuck out of them. Koala. Up a gum tree. In fairness. But a human up a bay tree. If you spend your time eating bay leaves and not smoking cigarettes, go on. like to have cancer. So maybe. I mean, is there any direct causal link between inhaling chemicals and cancer? I'll tell you what. Uh, ooh, I can let me put it in. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hold on, actually. Peter's the one who does it. That's very true. <laughs> let me ask the doctor girl for First question for. What's her name? Jenny. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so bad. Yeah, first question. Are cigarettes really causing cancer? Yeah. Cigarettes, or is that or just something that big... What do you do when you're not smoking? Um, what do you mean? Well, what do people I'm, do when they quit smoking? What do they do they with that time? They talk about having Patches? Where's the, where's the comp- competition market? Vape. Uh, vapes one, yeah. Vapes one. Uh, you can go for like chewing tobacco. So big, big vape and big chew. Yeah. I don't think they're that yeah, big. Also, the people who own the vape, yeah, the they, they're shit. all owned by the, yeah. the tobacco companies now. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. That's what big health wants you to believe. Yeah. That cigarettes cause cancer. That's what the NHS should call itself. Big health. Big health. <laughs> it sounds like a rap name. Yeah. Big health. And you know what? They should drop freestyles every Friday instead of that fucking clap thing we had to do. That was Thursday. Which every wasn't it? doctor I've spoken hated to hated it. I know. Hated. They also said because like, you know I'm what? Too tired to say to like listen to it. I'm yeah. just. But also like oh, clap for the NHS, fucks. but don't vote for people who would fund them. They were like, just pay, just pay more tax. <laughs> I don't mean to get political on your podcast, but clap no, actually, we can we can get a little bit political on this podcast. That's okay. Right. Don't clap for the NHS. I will tell you when vote it's in over. a political party that can fund them properly. Do you know what? I don't think Nigel Farage is that bad. <laughs> and that's all we have time for oh, this there week. We go. <laughs> Next I week, it'll descend. Just be me and Ruskin because I'm going to cut Peter's fucking throat. Uh, I'm going to do two administrative things here that are not to do with the podcast. Oh, number one, I'm going to draw the curtains to. Number two, I'm going to offer you oh, guys. Why don't you draw them? Yeah, something with alcohol. I'm a regular listener to Rob's podcast, so I know that all that slurping and burping and farting and fucking around that he does, I know what happens. You're sitting there at home, you're listening to Rob's podcast, you you know, kind of enjoying yourself, and he makes a fucking god-awful sound in your ears, and it makes you shudder. It makes you shiver. It makes your butthole pucker. And... Uh, Are they actually listening, though? Or is it just no, I like, assume by this point they It's just not in the background. Well, I actually like, was listening to it while I was cleaning the house. 
That was what I'd do. I'd put, I'd put it on while I was cleaning. Quite and the sound of the vacuum would drown it out. No, I did. I listened to it while I was cleaning, and I don't vacuum. Which did you enjoy more? It scares me. Listening I to the podcast or, or cleaning the toilet? Well, I was actually cleaning the toilet whilst listening to the podcast, and I can tell you, mm. um, they don't improve one another. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Like, cleaning the toilet is still as bad when you're listening to Rob I enjoy slurp. cleaning the toilet. I'm... Bet you do, you kinky bitch. But me, I don't. Hey, gentlemen. Mm. Oh, having a Nostrovia. Nostrovia. Good what boy, So this is all I basically had. It's, okay. uh, it's got it's got an anise after. Today. Yeah, so it's it's um oh, got, it's got it's like some days. what's the they call Edinburgh Gin or something? Is that what it's called? Uh, it's a, yeah, Ed- sponsored Edinburgh by Edinburgh Gin, also known as whiskey. It's uh, an infused um, oh, yes, like whiskey in. gin thing. Whiskey cool. infused chair. No, you know what? That's wrong. Yeah, it's it's King's Cup, isn't it? You've gotten drunk. You've made a King's Cup, and you thought, "Fuck it, I'll put a cork in that and serve it to guests." Oh yeah, nice. Black currant and anise. It's actually a good combo of flavors. Yeah. This was uh, given to me by a client. Yeah. So. A client. Don't you teach kids? I didn't know you were back in the game. <laughs> Listen, it's COVID times, mate. Ah, uh, you got to do what you can. Exactly. OnlyFans is popping, apparently. So what were you guys talking about when I left? Uh, how you slurp and burp into the microphone, uh, and then we quickly moved on to Peter asking questions that show off his insecurity. Oh, okay, so normal standard normal fare. Yeah, stand- yeah. I tried to do a bit, Peter sat there thinking about himself and then brought himself up. <laughs> I do try and cut out um, some of, of my burps and slurps. Do and, you? Uh, yeah, and some of my, like, uh, and I do both of those quite a lot, but it gets tiresome. And I imagine does. editing is incredibly tiresome. What I try to do is not burp directly into the microphone. Yeah. Also, what are you doing that you have to burp so often? Uh, cocaine. <laughs> By the way, Tom's response is, we just try to be good. I mean, you try to be good. It takes a lot of effort. I think I'm probably slightly more gassy than the average man. I don't know about the average female. You know what? I think that... That is probably a good thing, because if you didn't have some sort of fatal flaw, <laughs> you'd be one of those annoying people who was like, just, I don't know. What? Too perfect. Oh, I'm going to put a music over this. So yeah, please do. Oh, there's there's plenty wrong with it. Yeah, uh, no, I know there is. Peter, would you mind <laughs> getting the fuck out? <laughs> Me so and Tom are, you know. Mates. Oh, I can just watch. Mates. You cannot. Oh, we could film it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it with your eyes closed. We'll tell you where to point the camera mm. and you just close your eyes. And if I came to? <laughs> yeah. If I came to in a padded cell. <laughs> if uh, I came to in a padded bra. <laughs> so I wanted to, what should we talk about? Uh, um, something else I wanted to talk about with you interesting gentlemen. Why did you prep for this? I always prep. I think you should prep. I always prep. Yeah, because I think the best thing about being prepared is that if you are well prepared for something, uh, you can improvise at will, but you don't have to rely on improvisation. Yeah. I found that when I was doing uh, that thing that we all used to enjoy, uh, stand-up. The better I knew my set, the less I used my set. That's exactly the same as me. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he brought it back. Uh, Yeah, no, the the better on you. Whenever I was like preparing for a big, bigger gig, um, 
Five people. As, <laughs> double digits, please. Um, I would memorize my set to a point where I'd actually go to that gig and half of, not half, but like, you know, a good quarter of it would be riffing or ad-libbing and stuff like that. That's just because you, you know the material, you can dip in and out of it so yeah. much. I think the same is true with any sort of um, off-the-cuff thing. If you have a, pr- a preparation, even if it's just a, like a skeleton, um, then, you, yeah, you... Yeah, I, I, that's my... Do you have a different this, theory, this is Peter? Why That's we used definitely to do my comedy and don't yeah. do comedy anymore. No. no, but you talk to people who are still doing comedy nowadays, and they, they're, they're putting not. a brave face on it. But they're not. I'm going God, to one it's... tomorrow night. Are you? I'm Where going are you going? To a mate, I can't remember the name of the place, but a mate of mine who I did comedy with for Yonks is doing a show with all of his favourites, um, and it's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> and he invited me to come and watch because not one of his favourites. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> But uh, that's harsh when he knows you do stand up and then you're not invited on the bill. You're just like, do you want to come watch? I think he, I think he was inviting me because he's like, because he, he asked me, "Hey, are you still doing stand up? Are you are you back on stage yet?" And I was like, "Not yet, but I'm you know I'm keen." And he goes, "I'm opening a night. Come and have a look," which is kind of his way of saying like, you know, come and. Tom's picking himself up here a little bit. It feels. No, no, no. Just like come and have a look. Come I'm to sure the he show. Is. You know, sit in the audience, pad the room. And go up next time. I just don't think it can work where you... Where you mean gaps. stand up in this current yeah. environment? You need a crowded, free atmosphere, and I just don't think you can achieve that. There is something different about open-air shows, I think. I agree with open shows, but open-air shows, but we are now heading into autumn. Yeah, those yeah. are going to dry up, aren't and they? And we're also heading into fucking stage four, so... Yeah, second wave. At the time of this recording, we are, what, what do we have today? 4,000-something cases? Well, cases? a million have died worldwide. Yeah, is it, is it, so has it reached really? a million now? Yeah. But the thing about this, this second wave is that the deaths are not anything no. like they were. No, they're not. So because... we've got the same amount of cases as in the first wave, but the yeah. deaths are basically on the same level as they've been since it all yeah, flatlined. Not, not as bad. Not, sorry, not as many. They're still as bad. Nowhere near but, as yeah, many. There's not, there's not, nowhere near as many. So, Which is good. I think that's due to preparation. I've had I've had a few different people from the medical field give me similar but slightly different answers. Like it, hospitals are better pre- prepped; they know how to spot it sooner. They're actually like testing for it now, so they can intervene. They know what things are going to put make people prone to. Do you think also the most vulnerable have been, you know, killed off? Killed off. Yeah. I mean, by that initial wave, so that the people who are left are less susceptible to it, or do you think the virus? Because viruses mutate and get weaker, don't they, as they spread out to, to they survive? They can get weaker, they can get stronger, they can do... Because if they get too strong, they kill off their host and they don't transmit as yep. well. There is a sweet spot, for sure, yeah. A <laughs> sweet spot. <laughs> but, but there are, I think, I'm pretty sure I've read something about certain viruses making them... Like, they're horrible viruses, but they make themselves obsolete because they become too potent. Yeah. And so they yeah, they don't spread as virulently because they kill off their host too quickly. Well, what's... Is, I mean... Yeah. Oh, oh. I guess also the other thing is they thought ventilators were a really good idea the first time round because COVID attacks your breathing. Mm. Uh, but it turns out that was not an effective thing. And in fact, I mean, quite possibly, I, probably not, killed a lot of people. I'm not a medical professional, so I feel like I shouldn't. Um, but Peter speculate is. too much. Peter is not uh, any sort of professional. <laughs> in fact. You do not poo through your lungs. You do not poo through your lungs. Dr. Peter Hose there, everyone. Uh, doctor of um, 
Fuck all. <laughs> yeah. I'd be very I was going to say philosophy, section. but then... I'm, I'm aware of what I do and who I work with, and I was like, I cannot say anything on this. I was going to say, I, I don't actually know, I just read a lot. This would be a yeah. career-limiting Same. podcast. Career no, I think, I think it's fine. Oh, no, People aren't said... coming to this podcast expecting expert medical you advice. You do the thing of going, I've heard... Or any expertise. <laughs> I've heard, is what yeah. you do, like, according to some. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, anything I say, I've read in a fairly valid scientific location, but it's all just nothing is concrete. It's all speculative. All I know, as far is, as I'm, um, as far as I'm aware, all I know is Brexit can still happen. Oh, here we go. Two. <laughs> yeah, two. Um, there are no, reasons no. to think Brexit was difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's we didn't even really do it. Me. I mean, yeah, yet, mate, it's done. Give it till November. Done. It's not. What do you mean? It's done. done. Like as in it's so yesterday. Mm-hmm. No, it's or just done. Yeah, get done. Brexit done. It's done. And now it's done. Done. Because he said done. Done. Yeah. Brexit. I see. Done. Yeah. What about COVID? Work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing what four. we can. Yeah. Stage four. Stay home. Stay safe. Do you think that we're going to enter a lockdown like we did before, where actually we weren't blah, allowed blah, to leave blah, your blah, house blah, apart from exercise, blah, 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 blah. closing all the businesses? We're not, are we? That's I can not... neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> as That's as someone who works for Public Health England, um, no, we don't have to. We don't have to talk about COVID. Obviously, everyone's fucking sick no, of it anyway. Should. It's fine. Everyone um, loves hearing about the pandemic they're currently living through. I know, right? Woohoo! I <laughs> thought instead what we could talk about yeah, um, is some famous first words memories. Sars. I thought that might be fun. Do the listeners know what famous first words? Part are? of this so. will be introducing to people what it was. Right. Okay. Maybe we can talk about the bank of friendship. We can talk about some of the crazy characters. I thought it might be a nice bit. And action. <laughs> okay. So, so um, I how we met, isn't it? That's the. That's how we met. It yeah. Is how we met. I ran an open mic for quite a few years called Famous First Words. It was really called The Bliss of the Abyss, if we're honest about it. Well, no, um, it wasn't. In retrospect, it was the tagline of it was... This is what I said abyss, every but week, but, kept, but I kept, I kept week, it Famous First Words. That's what, a tag, that's what it was. Um, and it was an open mic in, um, in Highbury, and it was where we three first met, and it gathered a reputation as being one of the warmest loveliest gigs in all of london despite my sorry no, no, no i'm finished uh, and also uh, sparsely attended on a monday night and full of insane people some of who were quote-unquote acts others of who were just drug dealers who worked at the establishment some of whom were the bartenders all i would say is that your gigs pro- practice social distancing before COVID. Yeah, before it was cool. it's, uh, that's... That rule of six. But there was some long nice... established. I'm a trendsetter, mate. I'm ahead of the times. You are. Thank you. It was a gig on the Monday where we could do whatever we wanted. So we, that way we could practice stuff for the real gigs later <laughs> in the week. Yeah, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. 100% right. It was, it was a gig you could go to and it did not matter what you did. It was okay. And everybody you could tell the host didn't care. <laughs> I did very much. And everybody who attended understood that this was a... a, a there's no rules. There's no free rules. There's no stakes. Do whatever you want. Get up there. Feel free to bomb. Good luck if you want to kill. There was a girl who got up there and did 10 plus minutes on rape. Yeah. Yeah. She just kept... And didn't matter how badly it went, she just kept doing it. Yeah. Forced it upon us. She... <laughs> One. <laughs> one. And I'm going to take that one away because that was technically a rape joke and you're not allowed to do those anymore. Yeah. Peter. 
God, if, if I could cancel you any harder, I'd get a boner. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> if you had a career, we would cancel it. <laughs> um, so do you remember any, like, particular evenings? No. I remember <laughs> several. I wasn't talking about famous first words, I mean, in general. <laughs> no. Yeah, do you, do you remember some, some of our... There's, so one of my favourite memories from um, famous first words was the, the night where I really upset Peter. Because we we were yeah he was not just proper. one night <laughs> yeah no but I mean like you were genuinely hurt was I um yeah it was hilarious it was so much funny um so we had an audience in like actual non actual punters actual punters mm. who sat through the whole thing it happened from time Peter, to time we were kind of like there was a lot of banter and I think we got a bit dickish towards the end just of famous first words where it was like the three of us were now such good friends that there was a little bit of like the Ruskin Tom and Peter show and not just people there for an open mic. Yeah, that did happen um, a bit. Yeah, didn't it? for which we apologize. We formed a clique. I made there was a no clique. apology. I mean, it's not like it's not, not like we were unfriendly. Right. It was just very much we were too comfortable being there and and doing the thing and there were a lot of people who went there and they're like they're still nervous about doing comedy. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, there's these three guys who are like really fucking chill and rowdy. And like, there's these in jokes. And, and I can look back on that now and think, oh, if I was a new comic coming into that, I probably would have gone, oh, okay. I, I feel like I'm interrupting something. I disagree. I think we created a warm atmosphere. Of course you do. You don't have any em- empathy. I'm with you. I think we, there's a lot of people, You're honestly, there are comics <laughs> who then said to me that they actually felt, felt one comic. His more name is Tommy, <laughs> and he really liked you, and I don't know why. Um, oh, I love Tommy. He was phenomenal. He Tommy is, uh, was very talented. Is, I assume, is, yeah. very talented. Definitely. He, well, went, he got through to, the, was, I think, the semi-finals. Of, I think he was so one of those, funny. yeah, he was one of those comics who, like, he started, he started gigging there very soon after starting comedy, Yeah, and he made the mistake of asking Peter and I for advice, Yeah, and... Um, it was just one and of those we've not seen him like, since. I was going to say, we, <laughs> M-I-A. I, even, even though we gave him so much advice, he still succeeded. <laughs> and I, and I really so tried to give him the best advice him. I had to yeah. my success. And, and yet he still actually did he well. He still actually did well. And he was, he's genuinely a very funny lad. What's Shout his out. last name? Taylor. Taylor. Tommy Taylor, yeah. Which but I think is also a porn darling star of a person. name, actually. Does sound a bit like a porn Does star. Does sound like a porn star name. Does um, but back too. to your anecdote. What was this so, night? Yeah. So there's actual punters in, and we were we were playing around a bit, and it, it, we all did... Like, there was a bit of energy. There was a, people doing all right. And then Peter gets up, and he gets up with this swagger of oh, confidence yeah. because the night is going well, and people are enjoying themselves. And then he just fucking bombs so badly that the room is now quiet and i've begged ruskin prior to this point to go after peter because i just wanted to go after peter i was like yeah i'll I'll go after peter and he bombs terribly and that famous first word that's happened we all bomb there that's the point of the night you can get up and bomb and you don't feel anything because it's famous first words who the fuck cares yeah but on this night peter had bombed in a room that was actually quite warm and welcoming and then I got up and I just started pulling the fucking piss out of him. And I was, I mean, in your defense, I was being pretty fucking brutal. And, <laughs> I and don't rude. remember any of this. No, you were quite drunk. You got 
quite drunk. <laughs> That's probably part of the We've been at the Bank of Friendship before that. We uh, sunk a few pints. Yeah, so to explain to people, we, there was a pub across the road we that we would go space. to. <laughs> we wouldn't drink at the Gunners unless they gave us free booze, which they did quite Actually, often. They had a decent... I mean, they weren't worse than the Bank of Friendship. No, but, they, but we'd go to the Bank of Friendship, chat shit, yeah. write notes, pretend, record stuff, yeah. but just have a fucking great time. But sometimes we'd kind of get... We wasted get, yeah, before the gig had even started yeah and then we'd pop into the gunners and try to do comedy but anyway so peter bombs i get up i make fun of him and not to turn my own horn but i fucking killed i've buried this and <laughs> yeah you did man and so after after the, the gig, remember just just remember pause this is one of tom's happiest memories my happiest memories of famous first words <laughs> yes. just, just it's in, in the top 10 yeah of my life like if, i mean if i have a son and other still, than the ones you, other one, the other or some that I keep, um, <laughs> then I, you know, it still won't bump it out of the top ten. Wow, there will have to be something else that leaves. I wish I could remember. Yeah, Hold anyway, on, you, you, were, you were plenty drunk, and afterwards you got. Do you remember the joke? You got no, God, no, I don't remember anything. Probably um, I remember <laughs> this though. You got so you, I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Because you were like being all sourpuss and stuff, and he's like, "I just don't think it's cool that you, you know." We we've all we all bomb and you made fun of me for bombing and I was just like oh my god did I say that yeah oh, in your defence you were you were drunk like evidently you don't remember it so you were quite drunk Caitlin um, is back but it did make she brought us beers you. look at this wonderful woman thank you so much wearing the mask as well you know good. Mm, Good. Safe. Following guidelines. Following guidelines. I do have other fun I memories. Remember, sorry, from I don't really remember any of that. I saw like an Well, it sounds like you were completely blottoed. That's probably why you don't remember. It, it. was fun for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kayla. <laughs> yeah, Kayla just came into the room, tackle. looked at Pia, laughed at him, <laughs> and walked out. <laughs> I do not mind how long this goes for. Uh, just let me know when it's okay to start prepping, where the noise isn't going to come in. So I don't care how late you guys go. Oh, thanks. I'm chilling. So. She's, She's a keeper. Person you see, that I've ever met. That's, that's a keeper. Yeah. Marry I'll marry you her. You should definitely marry her. I'll make an honest woman out of her Again. one day. Yeah. No, don't make an honest woman. Just marry her. I think that means the same thing. I, I, I yeah, maybe. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Not into marriage. Caitlin, yeah. what was your favourite famous first words memory? Think about it. You don't have to answer now. The last if you, one. If you come up with one, come and say. Okay. Um, what was yours, Rob? <laughs> Ask that with less enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can oh, yes. oh, you got one? Yeah. Okay, come and I sit here. Come sit. Hilarious if it was the same one as Tom. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. I don't think Callum was there that night. You, you wouldn't cry in front of her. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of my favorite famous first words memories was um, a lockdown with Una. Oh, I remember that. And she just kept bringing bottles and bottles yes. and bottles of wine, she and was then good like that. and then like shat on her husband. Sorry, I don't know if we're meant to publish that, but then was like, yeah, me and my girls were just gonna leave and go to this music festival. So she was like super cool and like young speaking, I guess. I don't know how to explain that, but um, getting multiple bottles of wine for free after a night of like yep. decent. Like comedy, everyone's laughing and decent. Put decent. that on the poster. Yeah, <laughs> decent. It is. A, it Wife is a, like of a the MC. <laughs> decent comedy. Um, that was put it in inverted night. commas. Just, just. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when you quote it, it will be in inverted commas, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I thought that was really good. That is, she was actually quite generous when she um when we had a good night. Yeah, I just remember my favorite yeah. memory actually 
it when um, Rob got into an argument with, with the landlord of the pub. Massive argument. Oh. And a proper rant. No, don't you interrupt. Yeah. Massive rant. Stormed out with a, a kind of said, you know, like 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 a really lovely like tail off comment, like. Actually, we're very good for this pub, and then walked straight out, right? Just something like really kind of like, eh, two fingers up. And then halfway down, you went, oh crap, I've left my coat back. <laughs> <laughs> went back, knocked on the door, didn't answer, called him up, and was like, yeah, thanks for the coat, cheers, alright, see you next week. <laughs> well, that, that's my favourite memory. Oh, God, that's <sighs> brilliant. You, that's something you would write, that, that you would put that in a sitcom. That would yeah. genuinely be yeah. a written bit in a sitcom. That was brick, because it was such a beautiful, the argument, yeah. you were so just high minded, and you were right, you were right. Yeah. You were right, but you fucked the exit. I remember it so well. You kind of looked at me with this kind of rock star adulation. I was like, for once in my life, I'm cool. Mm. And then. You know what? <laughs> Rob, coat back. Here's, here's the thing, buddy. You have to know that when you're pulling out of something, you're not supposed to leave anything behind. Mm. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are two other moments that come you have to more mind. than one happy memory. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if. I <laughs> Welcome to real life. I feel like it's going to like expose some people. So Fuck them. you no, can no, decide. No. Huh? If, if, don't worry about that. If. if, if if okay. the story like goes over, I can just bleep names. Yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, two two things. I forget actually this comedian's name, but I think his name is Peter. Thomas. <laughs> who's who's it's name? a different Thomas. I is think it, it Tommy? Different... Is it Tommy Taylor? Maybe I don't remember. He had like Tall. a surfer vibe. Yeah. Tall. So... No, that's not Tommy Taylor. Oh, isn't is it? Tommy though. Is it Tommy? Anyway, are you thinking of the guy who would come down from Northampton? That's my whole fucking point: is that you had people coming for hours just yeah, to come to his night. So he time. was one. Really? Who came, yeah. Yeah, like he came. Like two stops. Yeah, I know. But it was a lot. It was like a long commute, and he had to like, always leave on time. Um, so there were lots of people who would like travel across London just to come to your night. So that that's not a big memory, but it was nice when I learned that. That's number one. Number two, this is the one that you might need to bleep out. Uh, one, so I just like that you took opportunities to uh, be kind to your, you know, the comedians on stage, but also educate them. And one of my favorite nights actually was when a comedian who was really young and didn't understand that he can't just throw out a slur and he used pike, yep. pikey, pikey. Um, in his set and he didn't understand why it didn't go over well with the the group because he was like well my mom is part of a traveler culture so why why am I not allowed to say this in my set and was like it's not about that it's how you delivered it yeah and then I remember you sat and spoke he came up to you afterwards and was like I don't understand what I did wrong and like you sat with him for like a yeah. good half hour explaining why and I thought that it really shouldn't have taken half an hour but good, <laughs> well, good it on did. you it did though it yeah. was a wee bit slow he was slow that one yeah so that I just like those types of moments because they're very uh, surreal and unique to that circumstance yeah mm. they were that was kind of the, the brilliance of um, Famous First Words is that you could come there as a com- as a professional gigging comic like your mate Shiraz yeah come in and do you know 10 to 20 if he was prepping for something and then piss off and do a real gig um and then or you could come as a complete newbie and we had so many first timers come on who got up and we were just like fuck you go for it and even if they sucked they they got a round of applause they got there were people who stopped on stage because they were so fucking nervous and we just immediately like gave them a round of applause and like come on fucking do it doesn't doesn't matter if you suck doesn't matter if you bomb doesn't matter if you don't laugh just Say your piece. It wasn't a mean night, was it? No, God, no. Not unless you were, you know. Even, no, actually, even if you were a prick. 
Because otherwise people would have been mean to me because I'm always a prick. Yeah, no, we always kept it. It was already supportive. Yeah. yeah. That was the idea, right? Yeah. Except for the one time. Oh, no. You remember that I real tall guy? Super Mario Brothers yeah. roleplay. You remember the guy who was constantly, um, constantly going over his time and uh, killing the room? I don't remember his. I don't remember his name, and I don't want to remember his name for this podcast because he might have gotten a lot better. Because we all suck for a while. Um, and he went. No, don't whisper it. These mics are really expensive. <laughs> Bleep that. Um, yes, but him. Yeah. Uh, he got up, and for the billionth time, he went over time. But he went over by a good like ten plus minutes of his five minute slot. And you got up after him, and. Instead of, like, making a joke or ripping on him or something, you fucking lectured him for about five minutes. And then you finished... was already overrunning, so you just extended it even more. Yeah. But it just... Every time I thought you were done... Because I was laughing for the first three minutes. (laughs) You had a solid three-minute rant. You had a solid three-minute rant, but then you started pushing it, and there was... I mean, you were were right. We were flashing a light at the back. But I was like, at what point do I just say, hey, Roskin, your fucking time's up, you cunt. I feel feel like I had tried to be nice to him many times before, and he wasn't getting the memo. He wasn't getting it. And it just... At some point, you have to be put on the naughty step. Yeah. Well, at some point, someone's got to fucking point it out to you in a glaringly obvious way because you're not getting the subtle stuff. Yeah. Did he apologise? Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a sweet guy. Yeah, that's he's, why I felt bad. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. He's just a bit clueless when it comes to social cues. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about tax. And his name was Peter Hose. No, we're actually talking about you. I yeah. knew I was over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That, but that was my that was the other bit I liked about um, doing famous first words was that if you'd been there enough times and you'd killed hard enough in the past, you'd give us liberties with time. Yeah. So if I had a you know if I had a twenty to prep for, you'd give me a ten plus spot to work on stuff I wasn't hundred percent on. Yeah, absolutely. Which is really nice because so long as you're doing well. Well, yeah. And let me be clear. If he'd have been fucking slaying oh, been killing, it, yeah, we'd love for him. sure. But he was doing this half baked. Bullshit that wasn't material. He was just spitballing some nonsense. And I was giving him all the signs. I stood there. I kind of like tapped. I gave him the wrap up. I did everything you could possibly think to do. Everything but say, stop now. Yeah. I mean, did I come on stage and just physically kick him off? Uh, No, he he eventually ended... He eventually oh finished of his own accord. He did like 20. But he said he did 20. On a five, probably a five spot walk-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because he, he used to walk in all the time like he was, you know... Yeah. Like, like he was Peter or I. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, or Shiraz, or, or someone who, you know, get, comes there to work on actual material, but he was always... He never seemed to have... I don't know, he never seemed to have anything he was honing. He was always just riffing. And I'm like, that's fine if you can do that. Yeah. But that's a skill that you... I mean, actually, that's probably more of a talent than a skill. Yeah, like, you, know, you can probably practice it. But you can probably practice it. But you're right. Off it's, the top of your head, that's something that some people just don't have. <laughs> I'm just pointing out to Ruskin that I burped away from the microphone. Um, Lecturing me on mic technique, <laughs> but you are sitting on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have it all, Peter. Um, plop. Just let me know. Um, yeah, no, I, it was a case of. Um, 
he yeah he wasn't getting it and you had to get him off because the whole room was just that, I mean that's it. the thing if you're a comic and you're on stage it's one thing to miss a light yeah it's one thing to miss a cue from a guy standing behind you and off to the side it's one thing to it's miss an, the bear it's thing a complete yeah, it's, it's one thing to miss the fucking gunfire um, no but it's an entirely other thing to not read the audience yeah and the whole audience because they're mostly comics, knew he was over time, knew he was bombing, knew he had nowhere to go because we'd all seen him before, and he's looking out into a sea of people, seeing our faces and going, They love me! They love me! I'll keep going for another 15 minutes. Like, no, dude, read the fucking crowd. If you don't have that, if you're not aware enough to have that one skill as a comic, maybe you're not gonna you well, know, do so well. What is that thing as a comic though where <laughs> as a comic uh, no no where is that thing where you where you know you're doing badly but you just think one more joke and this will get Yeah bad. yeah yeah for one sure more jo- the next joke will do That's called joke. hope Peter <laughs> we I, don't have that I anymore was say, Oh is that what it is? Mm. No we gave that long ago Well because you can sort of ride it can get rocky and you can kind of ride it and if you're able to sort of self be self referential Mm. And have a gag ready. You can turn it around. Oh god, yeah. So that's the impulse. But, I think you're like I can. I, I can mean, still good, save this. Good comics will thrive off bombing a joke. Exactly because they're such veterans of the craft that they've bombed so many times that they know they they don't panic when it happens. It's almost amusing. Yeah. To be like to be someone who is told I don't know forty punchlines in a row and every single one has hit exactly as it's done a hundred times before and then you deliver a joke you've already delivered a hundred times it's always well you deliver it and it bombs and you go huh finally something new is happening something new and interesting is occurring yeah. I've started to suck <laughs> let's see how the fuck I get out of this one and then you don't <laughs> and then you quit <laughs> and then COVID happens and then COVID happens you and you can use COVID to retrospectively say no I stopped doing comedy because of COVID and then I just never really got back into it the industry never really never really returned in force after that you know it was real difficult and I just didn't feel like I could go back there you've been reading my emails um, <laughs> yeah I have yeah what about you Pia any famous first words memories any memories? Any memories <laughs> at all? Seemingly not. Apparently not, huh? No, no, we spent so many evenings together yeah. there. Is it all just a blur? Pretty much. <laughs> I think the problem is you went blur. pint for pint with us. Huh? I think you went pint for pint with us and you were about sure. half my size. So you probably actually... size in comparison. <laughs> I was going to say, you probably I, died. I, uh, I just tried out lots of new stuff mm. and I liked... I just enjoyed it. It was just a lovely way to spend a Monday mm. and work on stuff. And then at, at, at some point it stopped being like the gig I try out stuff to do at proper gigs and we was going, actually this is the proper gig and people should come here. Yeah. It was, this is actually yeah, the real comedy. Because sure. there was no pretense. A lot of places mm. pretend they're proper comedy gigs and it's still just the host and their mates. Yeah. But I, I, I say ours actually. Well it kind it's of like, became no, ours really, ours, honestly. Ours, no, it did. But ours as in the comedy community. I actually felt like it belonged to the community. Yeah. And um, everyone was treated equally there. Yep. Um, yep. Genuinely equally. Like yep. Nobody. It wasn't like a boys' club or any crap. Like no, that. no. Germany no. was just like no, because the amount of times that the women would go up and they would like like t- like pick on us. Oh god, yeah. And they went, encouraged. "Oh, you're the established guys. We're going to take yeah. you on." Yeah. I loved it. God, I loved right. that. I was yeah. like, "Good for you." Yeah. yeah. There were so many. There were so many. I don't know. The most diverse range I'm good, of acts. I was going to say, I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but I felt like there were so many. 
women who could get up in that room and tell jokes that they might have been afraid to tell at other places. I agree. Because I've met a lot of comics who happen to be female. <laughs> how is female that wore no, sorry, a that, Well, that's not how female works anymore. Yeah, no. yeah that, that, those times <laughs> are gone. So that's not how a podcast of that? <laughs> there are several. You'll be uh, co-hosting it soon, I believe. <laughs> it's called Problematic with Peter Hose. Uh, no, there were there were several f- several female comics who I've spoken to over the years, the several years I've done this, who have expressed that they sometimes feel like they can't do their favourite material at certain nights, certain nights because they feel like they will be judged harshly 100%. for saying things that don't align with the the common through line of what's okay and not just what's okay to say because obviously there's stuff you can't say yeah. if you're a white guy don't say the n-word right you know I should write it's, this it's down. not hard you should, <laughs> it's, it's being right. recorded I'll send, I'll send you a pdf mate um <laughs> please don't fucking say uh, <laughs> Five. <laughs> Five. <laughs> um, I'm going up in the best world. yet. But no, there, there was uh, there were people who expressed to me that they felt they could not say their favorite stuff, or they couldn't try new stuff in certain scenarios because they didn't feel like they would be allowed to fuck up, right. Without severe repercussions. Yeah, because there is kind of that feeling sometimes where it's like, if I try something risque, something yeah. high risk, high reward, which yeah. is kind of the fucking whole point of doing comedy is to to toe that fucking line Um, and they felt like it's not worth the risk anymore because if I fuck it up and if someone takes offence they can absolutely destroy me if if it's someone booking the acts they can just blacklist me or shit talk me to their friends Uh, and if it's somebody in the audience they can do all the, the horrible social media stuff that is warranted for some people. Some people deserve that shit. Yeah. They're genuinely awful people and no one's ever fucking told them. No one's ever called them out on it. Yeah. But a lot of the time talk, it's not that. It's talking just Talking to you, HW. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it's just, you know, it's bullying. But yeah. you're bullying from a position of claiming to have been, you know, offended by something and then you take it way further than it needs to go in terms of punishing that person. I do remember that in the famous first words quite a lot. I don't know if it was it happened more with with female comics as opposed to male words. I don't imagine but, but, it did. But but just the amount of times I remember someone saying on stage, "Guy, oh, I don't know if I should say this," and mm. we'd all immediately go, "Do it, yeah, yeah. Do, just it. do it," yeah. and not in a kind of we want you to fuck up, like just just do just it, do it. it, and then they do it. Go. And even if it didn't work, we were just like. Yeah, good for you yeah, for just good. trying it. For like, just getting out your little comfort zone, yeah, exactly, and just trying it. Yeah, because yeah. if you did that it. at the comedy store, yeah, that could be career limiting. Or yeah, if you get if you fuck it up, exactly. But actually, now times where it's like, do you know what that didn't work? But there is something in that. Yeah, that you now know there is something in it. Go yeah. away and develop it. And sometimes you don't realize how fucked up something is until you say it. Yeah, sometimes I've written or not punchlines. Or not, it's not funny until it actually you say it just aloud. Exactly, I've written punchlines where I'm like, that is, I'm a genius, and then I'll do the punchline and the crowd will just go and I'll go oh no because what I sound like in my head to me is not what I sound like out loud to others and I didn't I don't know that because I only experience myself from inside me so when I say it it sounds way different to you guys than it does to me quite often what I found out by doing famous first words is that I have an idea for a joke or routine and I try out and the joke and the routine might be okay or crap but then the offhand that was it <laughs> which by the way that is an important thing to know <laughs> end of story but then the Couldn't offhand comment I'd make in response to it yep. or, or the off the cusp idea I'd have off the cuff off the cuff 
No, off the cusp is the new <laughs> off the cusp, like, um, idea I'd have. Like, you know, jokes. Like, I've suddenly thought of the next level of the joke. Yeah. That's actually the joke. Yeah. Go away, make that. The premise is shit, yeah. or the first 100%. idea is shit. It's actually 100%. a little bit of something else. Yeah. An amount of routines that I, I've had that with. That, that and I do honestly think that we created a room where if you tell genuinely good stand-up comedy... Hmm. Even if it's a night where there's like one punter or no punters or there's five of us. I think we had one evening where like there were just five of us. It was so much fun. And it was all act. You'd know if it was bona fide though because people would be genuine. There's so many nights out there for people who don't know on the open mic circle where people are are mean and shitty and will not give you anything. Even if you're selling like a good joke. Oh, God, yeah. They'll be like, I'm not going to laugh at this idiot. And I think... That was one of the things that we achieved was actually creating a room where you can actually see if something's going to work. Yeah. I you know? Exactly. That's exactly true. I went to a night once, uh, which I only went to once and it has closed down now as far as I'm aware. Uh, I do remember the name, but I won't say it. Hmm. Uh, and I told my A grade material, stuff that I'd been telling for years, stuff that I'd honed to a fucking fine point that always killed. I got crickets on everything. Did you not go... And so did every other act that night. And it was the weirdest thing. So I'm like, we're all comics. We're all here to do comedy. Why are none of us laughing at each other? It's almost like... It's almost like a farce. It's almost like yeah. like <laughs> something out of a black comedy where you're yeah. just like... Here's, here's a scene where everyone's doing comedy and nobody's laughing. And this was... is avant-garde and funny. Was that in Hammersmith? No, no, it wasn't. Okay. I know that, that night. Wrong. That night that you're thinking of. That's where we met. I darling. went. No, not we, not in Hammersmith. It wasn't. Was it not? Was that the no, second time we, we met? No, we met. We met at. I've never gigged in Hammersmith with you. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. You did. Hundred percent did. You did. Because I've only gigged in Hammersmith once, and you were not there. I hundred percent know that you were. Lies. Anyway, we like, met uh, at. There's only one the comedy gig Jester there. on Penton. Huh? Jester on Penton's where we met. Well, Joker on Penton. Joker on Penton and Angel, Penton. which is yep. which no longer. I mean, before COVID, has stopped doing the comedy no, night there. Yeah. and I love that. So I love that gig. Love yep. the guys who ran it. Love, lovely people. Um, did their new gig at the new place, and they, they, they sort of stopped doing it, which is such a shame. And I, that was, yeah, by the way, when I, when I was when I was single, that was one of my go-to pubs to take people on dates to because it's just a good pub. Yeah, it's a nice pub. Lots of Great craft pub. beers, busy yep. but like. Find a cozy yeah. corner. I've had I've I've had many a good night there. Yeah, <sighs> I loved it. I did it's my nostalgic. First, first ever gig in London was at that was at the Joker and Pendulum. Really? Yep. That's a good first gig. Took yeah, Ash to it. Yeah. First time Ash had ever seen me do stand up. That's a good first gig. Mm-hmm. And the boys who ran it said they were lovely, lovely guys. Lovely, really lovely really guys. Supportive. Nice yeah. atmosphere. Got some good advice from them. Yeah, after, they, after the gig, they're good. Yeah. Didn't take it. Um, <laughs> still doing comedy three years later. Yeah. <laughs> I think they quit, if I'm honest. Well, no, they just told me, just you not, you don't have it. No, they didn't. They said nothing but lovely things, because they were very lovely. They are very lovely people. They were broken, but yet still enthusiastic, and I like that. That's a great yeah. combination, And that's kind it? of what you have to be to run an open mic night. Yeah. Broken, but enthusiastic. I think so. I think that sums that up in my... <laughs> yeah, you, you are the king of being broken, but enthusiastic. You are the best the MC I've of... ever seen. Yeah, the number oh, of... Yes. I would you, genuinely audio. say that. You are top top three for sure. Hands down. Love you. Sorry, I said best. He went top three. Just, <laughs> yeah, just no, that's fair enough. I the would, ego needed I to be put. Your sounds fake. No, no, no. I'm genuine. You are you are the best MC that I have ever seen for a, for a comedy night. Because you don't because you. you don't do the thing that most MCs do, including myself, which is try and steal the limelight. Mm. Yeah. You genuinely set it up. Mm-hmm. 
for the audience and for the acts. Yep. And that requires a humility that I f- I refuse to get. <laughs> yeah. I could get it because I'm I'm, I'm gonna no no I'm only humble about it. I could get humility. I'm that good, but I just, <laughs> I just refuse to. Six. Uh, yeah, yeah, six. I actually agree. Thank you. I, I base whenever I MC, I base my entire style off you. Really? I, I do exactly. Well, he always what bombs you... when he does. <laughs> yeah, don't it's a work. disaster, but it's like an homage. <laughs> Oh, welcome to Famous First Words! <laughs> and the Hi, Ruskin, Denmark. Ruskin Denmark! Hi, Ruskin Denmark! Very confused. My friends are looking at me like, what's going on? Ruskin Denmark, this isn't Famous First Words! What the fuck is a bliss of the abyss? <laughs> well, my name is a series of letters spelt left to right. Oh, exactly, yeah, yeah that no, would no, be no. my usual one. I never one. did any of that, but I did I did emulate you in, in several ways, especially... I think it's the most important point, especially if you're a new MC and you don't know the ropes, which I do not, because I've not done it much. Um, I got off the stage as quickly as I possibly could. I yeah. did my job to the letter that was described to me, and I got the fuck off. Yeah. Every act either got a one-liner attached to what they just done, a context-based one-liner, uh, or it just got introduced. Keep that applause going if I didn't have exactly. anything. I, at no point did I stand on stage and do stand-up, with the one exception of someone who bombed, I maybe gave him yeah, two, to, two to three punchlines afterwards to warm the room back up exactly. for the next act. That was it. But I was on and off so quick. That's it. And I, I never pulled the piss out of any of the acts that no. bombed. Only no. the acts that did well. Yeah, unless they're a friend, in which case you oh, can. Oh, if they're a friend, you kill them. I view it as kind of like, uh, you know, if you slow cook a meal. Yeah. Like, you need to, like, keep checking on things here and then. But, but, but if it's going... Don't take the lid off. Then you can just... Yeah, you yeah. can just leave it and it's going yeah. great. Yeah. But, like, some disaster might happen. Great You're like, oh, analogy. God, that's burnt. So yeah. you come in, you mix things around, you add a little bit of this and this and that. And you're like, okay, and we're back and carry on. That's one of the best analogies I think I've ever heard from you. Mm. And I've, <laughs> I've been known to come up with some <laughs> terrible analogies. Now, a lot of people surf a, a comedy night because they want to be, like, the big act Because they want to perform, Yeah. yeah. But I never got that vibe from you. Like, did no. you ever? Did you? Did you just want to be an MC, or or did you I think want you to be a to big act. act? I think no. I think you wanted to act. That's my theory on Ruskin Denmark. Is because you're an actor first and a comedian, yeah. and so. that very much shows. Fifteenth. <laughs> um, no, you're you're an actor, and every day. Now, I I saw you get up there where you were in the worst mood ever, and as soon as you hit that stage, you were on like it was your fucking job, even though you weren't paid to be there. No, yeah, no, but it cost him like a, a fucking like a consummate professional. Yeah. Well, the, the stage gives yeah. me like energy and joy. Well, it's it's like white lion fever. Yeah, I'm the nicest guy off the fucking pitch. Out of the ring, I'm a sweetheart. Yeah, exactly. You cross that threshold, it's on. It's a different thing, yeah. It's on like Donkey Kong. Dude, I have And had... speaking of Donkey Kong, oh, a yeah? word from our sponsors. <laughs> We're sponsored by Donkey Kong somehow. Are you tired of having kegs thrown at you? <laughs> no, it's an amazing thing. It's a, There must be some kind of medical reason for this. Maybe it's just placebo. But I have had like terrible like food poisoning, stomach up, up and down like shitting my pants hmm. vomiting and then it's that time to go on stage and all of that is gone mm. and and it's just disappeared yep. so like i didn't i didn't do it to act um i did it for the the love i love yeah. to be on stage so there's that but i'd started stand up way before i did hosting but i yeah. realized that i enjoyed hosting more than doing stand up why is that because i don't know because 
Because you don't have to... No, no, it sounds like I'm being flippant, but I'm not. Because you don't have to worry about... I know why I enjoy when I've done it a few times, when I've enjoyed hosting bits. Because you don't have to worry about being the act or the headline. Your job is literally to serve and make sure everybody's having a good time. But it's the same that's reason... That's why I enjoy it. I wonder if that's the same for well, you. Well, it's, it's like... Uh, another analogy, this one might be shit. Um, it's like hosting a party. Like, I love hosting a party. If you do it right... It's brilliant. That's that was the vibe of, F- of famous first words. Yeah, you were hosting a party. a party. Yeah, yeah. That's why it felt different. Huh. That's you what you were hosting a party. Yeah, Everyone's there to have a good time. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Doesn't matter if you've got five people. House party. No, five exactly. People. I mean, fuck. We've had more fun with less people. Yeah, <laughs> I tend to find. Brilliant <laughs> 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 night. I was going to say, if we took one out of this room, we'd probably have a fucking ball. No, and it's the same with. Uh... <laughs> in, fairness, in fairness, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was going to say his house, so we can't kick him out, but whatever. Uh, we could leave. He would barely let us in. Yeah, I was going to say, he didn't let you in. <laughs> I let you in, and his wife let me in. Yeah. Oh, he's upstairs tutoring. Oh, yeah. Where's the kid, Ruskin? Is he still upstairs? Because he shouldn't be. Have you heard Last of Zoom? Bedtime. Are the conferencing software is available? But mm. Zoom is the sponsor of this podcast. I was going to say, Zoom has sponsored this podcast. So please don't talk about other software. <laughs> Skype sponsor. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, if you could have any sponsor, who would it be? For this podcast? And, and why would it be an AA sponsor? <laughs> uh, genuine question? Uh, genuine answer. What, what would I really like? To, uh, um... <laughs> you like how big a pause that was? Uh, I, the time I think them. Microsoft... <laughs> Microsoft, because they're really, really wealthy. Yeah, sure. I'll go for Apple. No, you know who I'd have? I'd have, um... I'd have nasturtiums. You mean the plant? Yeah. That's not a thing. Oh, it is. They a big, big nasturtium. Yeah, they can. No, you're living in dream world. I, you know who I'd like is, like, <laughs> like a board game company. That would be fucking cool. Mousetrap. Mousetrap. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I'd have Card Against Humanity. Cards Against Humanity. No, you I know, like, snap. uh... What are they called? Asmodee. You'd have Cluedo. I hate fucking Cluedo. Uh, I just played Cluedo last week. Great. It's great. It's a shite game. No, it's a good game. It's It's one of the old games. For our American listeners. I don't care who killed them. They deserved it. (laughs) For our American listeners, Cluedo is called Clue. No, no, it's called Cluedo. Get on the fucking board. You hate it. Why are you bothering me to have this? Because he hates the Americans more. It's called Clue over there. I don't know why it's called Cluedo here. That seems silly. I think they're both silly. They're board games. Uh, I don't care. It's just a bunch of rich white people in a house. No. I'd kill myself. Why are they going to be white? Asians can be rich too. And can be killed or killers. Ah, excuse me. No, well, they're not I, I think you will find that is a Asian. lie made up by the enemies of the People's Republic of China. <laughs> I just want to hey, say to China. I know, you, that I know Tom, you're turning away to Bert. Well, listen. <laughs> you can turn away to Bert, but don't turn away to laugh, you prick. If you're going to laugh at one of my jokes about the this communist regime of China, don't turn away from the mic. Did you say oh, communist? Communist? Are you not communist? That was Russian and Spanish. No, it's like, are you communist? Well, communist. I'm communist. <laughs> oh, well. well it was nice point. being alive for a while. Wasn't it? Yeah. Hey? I'm going to enjoy. I wonder what kind of agent they'll use to assassinate me. I'm not a big fan of board games. I like No, chess. I don't like board games either. And Connect Love 4. Love China. Oh, can you get sponsored by Connect 4? 
Uh, Hasbro, I believe, makes that. Makes that. Oh, no, I was going to know that. I don't think you've ever played any of these board games. I have, right? just not with you. I like Which one? Cards Against Humanity. I've cut them all. Cards Against Humanity. So I, I like... That. I can't stand Catan. But then again, I've only ever played Catan once with my sister and her now ex-boyfriend, who... Set and setting. Took it very, very seriously and made it very, very dull for us. Can I, okay, can I just... Because we were used to playing... Um, what's that? Oh, me answer the questions? Taboo? No, the, the trivia A one. police interview. Trivial pursuit? Yeah, something like Trivial Pursuit, but we were used to playing that drunk out of our minds with our friends, and then we were oh, you guys like board games? We'll bring a board game over. It's really fun. They brought Settlers of Catan, and we're like, so what do we do? And they're like, you chop wood, and you collect sheep, and you build land, and we're like, for fuck's sake, man. Yeah, I could have stayed at home and setting. played Age of Empires if I wanted to do this. I guarantee you, if you came over here for a board game evening, we would have the time of our lives. One I think we should play is Skull, and it takes about two seconds to learn, and it's one of the best games ever, and it's very Why simple. Why do you do a podcast about that? We are, right now. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think we're doing? Podcast. Welcome to Skullcast. Oh, was several hours. Yeah, been blathering on for ages. I'm thinking you're going to cut this down to, you know, a little over an hour. A tight three hours. <laughs> a tight three, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, I'll edit, I'll edit. Mm. Yeah, of course. I was going to say another mar- marvellous memory of mine uh, that was not really famous first words, but it was it was involving the three of us doing, I guess, what you could call stand-up comedy for the most part. I call it love. <laughs> uh, you can call it love? Yeah, I guess some people's love is, is that painful. <laughs> um, Yet performative. There was a night put on by, organised by Peter, who's not a good host of a And that's all we've got time for for this podcast. (laughs) It was involving... No, we're not doing (laughs) it. Oh, we are, Peter. We are doing this. We're going to do it. All right, so my favourite memory of doing... My worst night of comedy. Yeah, okay, so Peter's worst night of comedy was... Peter organised... Hey, don't you no, dare. Just because I okayed the venue and went down with you does not mean I share the blame. <laughs> no way. It should have been good. It was a joint venture. <laughs> On paper, it was good. Uh, so this marvellous night. No. This is how <laughs> Peter's going to filibuster this story. It was okay, called Taking quiet. the Rise. Be, it was I'll, called I'll... The Night of the Nun. <laughs> So, Peter organized this. Oh, this is so great that we're telling this story. I'm so happy and pleased. I am so So pleased. Those two things are linked. I'll just be quiet because I'll please please do. As if. I like you telling us you're going to be quiet. Just be quiet. I could start a timer now. He will not be quiet. No, he won't. No way. Especially when we start lying. (laughs) (laughs) So, Peter had just been castrated. Um. (laughs) Go on. Uh. (laughs) Go on. Six. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah there were um so what happened was peter organized a night and this night was gearing up to be a night of nights and peter had organized it in a venue which ruskin had okayed which was in the middle of somewhere wilston um, junction somewhere in wilston northwest and, um, london not a great not location too specific boys uh, oh, we can name them fucking shows. No, we can't. That's unprofessional. <laughs> I don't, I don't get, know. Professionals I don't get like paid. Unprofessional. Paid. I was paid. It's a funny, I, think, I believe that's the word she used in, I was the, paid. Uh, in the email afterwards. I was going to say, she emailed me directly and put deposit it right into my bank account. Uh, so, we were, we were doing this gig that Peter had organised and Ruskin had okayed. And 
I don't know, to cut a long story, which could be a very long story, because I would like to tease it out and make Peter squirm. <laughs> but essentially... He looks so uncomfortable. Peter <laughs> MC'd the night, and all the comics that came... Uh, mm. what, what would you call... I wouldn't call it bombing. No, you haven't even, like, set up the... Okay, the you tell it, you tell No, 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 you got, no I, can't. I can't. I literally find Ruskin, it too traumatic. I'm, I'm a yeah. one-liner like, comic, I'm not a storyteller. You have to the pub. Go on, then. Oh, it was, it, was, uh, it was an Irish pub, an old man Lo- Irish pub. Lovely pub. Uh, like 15 minutes walk from the Tube in northwest London with, with very dedicated locals who are there just to drink and get wasted. Can I just say... <laughs> and play snooker. There was but a we bigger... Oh, there was snooker. There and was football. A, there was a bigger crowd around the snooker table <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang in the on. other room than there was watching us do stand-up. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's get the chronology. Let's just help the listener. So... Don't say listener. <laughs> listeners I'll listen to this what, too so we were I was approached by this so called promoter to, to, to run this comedy to, to launch a comedy night uh, at this Irish pub which had a separate function room with a little stage on it and although I had reservations about the distance from the station she assured me there was a strong local uh, community that were gagging for a comedy night so, although it was an Irish pub who didn't seem interested, you know, the Irish are obviously very funny people, love comedy, but this this group of Irish people did not look like they were gagging for a comedy night. They, looked like, they were very happy watching their football and playing their snooker. Um, they were saying, she thought she could, there was a local crowd that's just going to come in in their droves. Now, she also, when I was there with you, poured a lot of honey down our ears about how much money she was going to put behind it, this flyering campaign, she was going to get it in all the papers, she had all this experience, she was sweet-talking us up as if we were, like, fucking megastars. Do you know Do you know what I mean? She was really... Wasn't she? She was really fucking saying... She took advantage of us. <laughs> she took advantage. But it was bizarre in retrospect that she did that. So, just to, just to put the context... Not from where I'm sitting, boys. <laughs> so... so my, so yeah, I did pick it up to the point my brother came mm. who lives he's a, far out of London. He's an admiral, isn't he? He's, he's, a, he's in the army. But like he, 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 he traveled all the way to this gig, as did many of my... From Iraq. Many, <laughs> many of my close friends. Um, We've not seen or heard of them since. Never have I. And, and, um... Uh, my, so I, I met my brother earlier, and then when we arrived at the station, we we came out station to see this promoter dressed as a nun, mm-hmm. naughty nun, flyering people. And I would quite happily call out a name, but I've switched. I can't remember it, and I've switched off my phone. I can. We still but chat. Do you, do you remember her name? <laughs> yes. I'm trying to now. No, please don't. There's no need to name her. There I really would, isn't any need. I would name her, and I'm quite happy for me to name her. If you wrote it down, no, I no, would. no, don't name her. And if he does, bleep it out. Yeah. It's rude. I don't, Bad business. I can't I even remember care. it. I'd be honest, I can't remember Because she was so rude and horrible to us. And you didn't even see half the messages. But anyway, so that was the thing. And then you always know that a gig is going to suck about 15 to 20 minutes before it starts. Couldn't agree more. Because you just know the audience isn't coming at all. So there was a football... There was a and, and do you remember... Sorry, not to interrupt, but she was like, we're going to have this huge poster outside. We're going to have all of these flies. We're going to have everything. And when you got A4. there, 
a little piece of A4 paper which someone had scrawled like comedy and then an arrow. And then you had to like go Not through go this. Go through the pub, fucking... but go through a dodgy alley. Yeah. So it was just like, oh no, it's not what she said it was going to be. And, and and it was an FA Cup match or something. Yeah. And basically we had to kind of keep it down. And, and the system was fucked as well. She had, she'd gone on about that she's had this thousand pound system and it wasn't it wasn't up to snuff oh, at yeah, the all. The microphone and the speakers and there was lots of feedback and it was just awful. So, <laughs> and I was then seeing it and the front row was literally just my brother and a few close friends and your partners. Yeah. And, and like five random people who I don't know how the hell they'd heard of this comedy night plus the other act. Oh, and I'd invited all the comedy acts. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I don't think we should name any of them. Some for more obvious reasons than others. Why, why would you want to mention? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Oh, some, oh. Of those, some of them have fallen from grace. Shall we say? No, do not. God, no. No, don't uh, mention. Hang on, we can do initials. No. No, 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 we're not doing that. No, we're not doing that. Unless you're saying really nice things like we did for TT. Um... Don't, don't yeah, mention. agreed. Yeah, yeah. All right, yes. fine. I, I, won't, I bit... won't mention. It's on. The... <laughs> it's on the nose. Say what you like. Patrick knows. He ran yeah. a very good. No, I'm joking. That's that. Um, anyway, so and um, and you just know it's going to be crap. So I did the thing of like just being overly enthusiastic. I was going to say there was no way you could do well. It was just like shit. But you're not very good at. You're not very good at lying, Peter. That was, I think, the problem. So you were being like very, grace. yeah. You you were being overly enthusiastic, but we could tell that inside no, you were you lying. Were <laughs> the problem was the problem was most of the audience knew me well, yeah. and you knew therefore how I was feeling, and you knew. Oh, he's faking it. He is dying inside. <laughs> he is just no, look no, at him die. Not let's, dying. Let's fr- let, 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 Dead. <laughs> Rotting. Rotting. Let's, let's just let's see if we can capture the moment where he exactly dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you freeze frame here, it's the moment his heart breaks. The yeah. first, the first laugh I got in try in, in in of the of the night where I was like, in terms of like in trying to introduce the night and everything was when I asked my brother why do you think I'm single? He's not a comic, and he immediately replied, skipping about skipping a beat. Well, your belly for a start. Yeah. For a start. Yeah. Like he was sitting on it going, you'll need something. (laughs) And it was hilarious. It was a good joke. It was great. And And by joke, I mean true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Some of the best jokes are. Yeah, no, you look much trimmer, but you'd you'd made a terrible mistake. And I think actually we all wore a white shirt, which was a disaster. Because we looked like bellends. We were all wearing a white top. But Peter had like a like a really tight T-whitey t-shirt. And it was not a flattering look. Not on you, no. There's a photo of us all uh, together wearing our white tops being miserable. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I look great in white and killed. Sorry, can we just also add? So just to show how like batshit crazy this so-called promoter was. Not she dressed as a nun. She was insisting on selling merchandise at the back. Oh, what? And then yeah, she I'm going to get us a beer. She was Apparently. going around asking people if they want to buy the merchandise, which were like vampire teeth. And what was the other thing? I can't remember. Like comedy moustaches. Comedy, comedy moustaches. Real highbrow, good, good merch for like 50p here, a pound there. Yeah. Never saw a penny of this. And, um... Um, <laughs> no, there wasn't. A and penny the first either. couple of acts, you know, they they were all right. But the point is, Rob Rob was one of the acts, or, or <laughs> Ruskin. What are you on this podcast? Thank you. Doesn't matter. I'm both, but but obviously okay. on stage I was Ruskin. And, Cheers, buddy. Um, 
just before, because they saw it was a shit night, no reflection on you at all, they just went, oh, fuck, this failed. One of them was a taxi driver. I think he literally gave him a lift. I hope he charged for that lift, though. I really got a bit of fat. Gave, uh, they left just before you performed. No, not just before. As I was starting yeah. my oh, set, sorry, sorry. the other act stood up en masse and left very publicly through the middle of the gig. Yeah. And, and that About as poor form as you can get. I was going to say, as a comic, you should fucking know better. Yeah, I'm gonna put that. I don't. I'm not in the name and shame this. No, nope. but as a comic, you should fucking. One of them bad. was was recently signed to a, to an agent. Cool, good for them. I'm not yeah. saying they're bad comics. No, I'm no, just no, saying no, it's just, poor form. Just saying. What I'm saying. Crown Protective Service agent, or. <laughs> um, and then, how did your how did your set go, Rob? My set went absolutely terribly. Um, Wish to elaborate. Not really. I uh, I did. Oh so- wait, we didn't want to do this. He fucking started this. I think the answer I don't is mind. yes. I do want to. I, uh, what exactly happened, Roberto? I um I tried to do some material, <laughs> and quite quickly decided that was not going to be the thing. And to be fair, that was correct because Tom also basically didn't do material. With one key difference, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Which we'll get to. Which we will get to. Um, but. Wait, what is the thing that you are both referencing that I'm forgetting here? The, what happened? The thing with well, the people they were who got easily offended. offended. Oh, God. The wrong well, hang on, they weren't easily offended because they listened to me and I'm way more offensive than Rob. Yeah, I managed to offend this couple, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. What did I say, it's though? About Something about... I think they thought you said a homophobic slur, but yeah, you they, didn't. They thought, yeah, I think that is actually it. Literally it. was literally, just yeah. literally misheard you. They somehow thought I was a homophobe. Yeah, all Which I remember are, is after you made, you made sure that wasn't in your act. You learned from Can I make it very clear? I am in no way. It was bizarre. Oh, and no, Caitlin said this to me before, is that actually it was, it's been a you blind spot sometimes. That, you know, stabbing and burying gay people. Not cool. <laughs> no, um, no, no. That's don't fine. That. Just don't make a joke about it. <laughs> right. If you're going to do it, fine. But there's nothing to laugh yeah, at. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I managed to insult I thought they were like cool and would like roll with it because they wanted you to think that. Yeah, yeah. because there were there were those there were like three of them, four of them, and then there very were like young hipsters. Yeah, and then there were the very old crusties at the back who were heckling everybody who would have actually been cool with it. Who old, would have old, actually old been drunk Irish? Very drunk. One guy, which I'm sure Tom's going to get to, unintelligible. Oh mate, not unintelligible. He wasn't speaking English. <laughs> he was doing... I, n- I now know that he wasn't speaking English. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't speaking Irish either. No, no. No, God, no, he was no, no, no. He some was mythical communing language only known to the directly drunk. with God. But they were very upset with you. Yes. They were. So um, much so. So my set, I bombed very, very hard. So much so that I believe they started to chat back to me. Yeah. And uh, interrupt my set. Yeah. I would start to sort of build something back up and they would just... Have a go. Just have wasn't a go. Wasn't the worst bombing of the night, though. No, it wasn't at all. No, who had I, the worst bombing in the that night? That was myself. That was Peter trying I, to do the trying game. to do a game. That was the worst moment to, on stage well, of my life. It was fine. If you've got a plan, stick to it. Yeah, <laughs> unless that plan is horrific. <laughs> so I this this idea of a game. I don't even remember the game now. But anyway. The idea was get the other acts involved, and it was just trying to show. Ooh, off I remember the game. Brilliant. It was it was advice. People showing things on their phone of like, what should you? do? It was like relationship what advice. Was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, and it was like comedians responding to it, and so you awkwardly had like whoever was left 
get on stage and kind of stand there. (laughs) (laughs) Get on stage and take relationship advice from a guy they thought was a homophobe. (laughs) I can't believe they thought I was a homophobe. I think the nicest part of that night was, aside from the obvious, is that... (laughs) Well, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll just finish this a little bit. Go on then. Just because I played the game... And the game, like, you knew straight, almost straight away. Like, you tried once and it didn't work. And then the second time, I, like, I ploughed on. And then, to get advice. And I turned around. And all of you had left the stage to hide. Because you're like, we are not going to... So, yeah. you talk about... Sorry. You're like, you know you stand solidarity shoulder to shoulder in your comments. You all no, went, God, no. fuck this. Well, because <laughs> solidarity isn't funny. We we saw... Look, you were the captain solemnly going down yeah, with his ship. Did. That's right. And we took the lifeboats, my yeah, friend. That's what we but do. We, Women and children. That's why <laughs> they have those. But what, Tom, what were you going to say was your favourite? But Tom smashed it that night, you bastard. I, well, okay, so Ruskin finished his set, um, and I, I remember that night, I think the reason that night stuck, sticks out to me is because I have a thing where if an audience is really combative... And they really were by the end of really my set. they really were combative. Two sets of audiences who were very combative in very different ways. Yeah. One typical drunken... Just, yeah, you had drunken necklaces at the back. And then the other ones who were the intellectually offended. Yeah, and I offended had united both of these people <laughs> of in anger you. and hatred. Yeah. And so... Because so violence being united in years. Yeah. <laughs> it's a unique talent. It was. It was good. Um, Irish and English working together to hate Robert. <laughs> Um, who's half Irish? Yeah, who's half Irish and half Jewish, so you're not allowed to hate him. And 100 percent homophobe. And 100% homophobe for some reason. Um, so we, Roberts, united the whole fucking crowd against us, and uh, because of that, I was I just took a deep breath, tweaked my nips like I always do. <laughs> And I was just like, well, fuck it. It's not like I can do worse than these cunts. <laughs> this is his Clark Kent turning and, into Superman was, moment. Yeah, that's see, You're killing it with the analogies. I felt fucking bulletproof. Because I'd just seen two of my closest colleagues. Favourite comics. <laughs> Come on, guys. I wouldn't call either of you comics. Not after that night. <laughs> Idols. Let's say uh, Idols. Yeah. Comedy heroes. Yeah. Sure. Legends. I just see two people, one hair's breadth above punters, um, <laughs> deliver monologues into microphones. A thick curly hair. <laughs> A Ted, pube. Ted talks at Ted X talks at best. Um, so I just seen two of two of the people I gig with all the time, and I, I share a, a comedy value with bomb horrendously so there was really nothing in it for me to do but go up and just do what the fuck ever because it's not like I could make it worse it was either I do well or I suck as bad as everyone else had that night and the whole night's a bust that's not a blow to my ego if everyone does badly my ego is fine because everyone did badly and I think that is what sold it because I got up and I didn't give a fuck that's what ruined it for our <laughs> egos. Because, because I was say, you did well. Because we had I didn't, all come to the conclusion, of course we've done terribly. Yeah. The room is as cold as yep. a fish. Yep. They hate us. The promoter what? hates us. Yeah. I mean, oh, she was, was pissed at the back, dressed as a nun. Not doing the punters, but like joining in with the heckles. Yeah, yes. joining in with the heckles. She'd given up selling the comedy moustaches <laughs> yep. and was just getting fucking wasted. Yeah. And we didn't even get free drinks, did we? She'd promised us free drinks as well, and she just wow. reneged I on that. I got a lot of free drinks. <laughs> I got more free drinks than I could drink, mate. 
And then she kept trying to take like promotional photos of the night, and we're like, "There's no point." Don't yeah. we? <laughs> this night isn't getting the second round. So, cue so, Tom taking so, the stage. Tom gets on stage and reveals the S on his chest. Not technically an S, but we will talk about comic book next time. Um, I get up and I start my set. And I'd prepared 20 minutes of material because I was booked for 20 minutes and I'm a pro. Uh, and you were, head- but- were booked as a headliner. And I was booked as a headliner. I so booked you as know, a headliner. You, you in, my, in my small bit of credit. Yeah. Uh, you, you got that right. You, you know, hats off. You are a great booker. <laughs> well, you say that, but some of the people on that list well, I was should say, probably well, now be me. on a red <laughs> For my year, they were. That's top. I'll give that a seven. Actually. Seven. Seven. <laughs> top That's just fact. That is a fact, but it was right. stated funny. funnily. Um, and then I got Sorry, on allegedly. and did my thing. But I had 20 minutes of material prepared, and I would have I would have been trying... I would have been going to get through 10 minutes because I did so much ad-libbing, so much heckler response, and so much fucking crowd work. At that point, more than I'd ever done before in a set. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, you guys have already said it. I fucking slaughtered. But then... I've never seen Ash, your, your partner, for, for the listener, <laughs> like, more in love with you than oh, at that yeah, moment. Oh, yeah, Which moment. actually just made me feel more single, if I'm honest. Mate, she, <laughs> yeah. I was very well rewarded. She, yeah. She yep. really is a fucking keeper. Oh, God, yeah. And then afterwards, we England. went and sat in the pub part of the pub and all had drinks and had a good time. Yeah, until... The punters that you defended came in and started having a go at you for being... Uh, I mean, you you went to buy more drinks and you lined up next to them not knowing that that was a grave mistake and you just wandered into the fucking kill zone. And they started having a go at you. And then the, my, the highlight of the night for me, aside from killing... <laughs> yeah, from 20 minutes straight. Um, yeah, aside from owning an audience. Uh, was Caitlin... Caitlin saw you getting harassed by these people who had misinterpreted you and she came to your defence and stood there and explained to them that you weren't in fact a horrible homophobe but you were actually a really decent guy who she was willing to marry. And I thought that was really nice. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was It was a point where I was like... She's amazing. Of all the things that have happened, like as bad as this went for you guys, um, <laughs> that, was like a, that was a point where it's like you're at a low point in your career? Uh, Slash, sure. Yeah, okay. Why not? Um, and she's just, she's just had your back. And I liked that. I thought it was really cool. very nice. It's called Ride or Die. It is called Ride or Die. Uh, and I imagine Ash would have also had my back had I yeah, bombed, but absolutely. I didn't. But, but Caitlin did it in such a, like, a classy way oh, God, as well. Yeah. It, didn't just, didn't, it wasn't like, and I wouldn't say she, I wasn't predicting she would either, by the way, but like it wasn't like a classic kind of... <laughs> Knowing Caitlin, you weren't <laughs> predicting class? Uh-huh. I thought yeah, I'd hear she go. This will be... It wasn't like a shouty ranty... USA! USA! <laughs> it wasn't like a shouty ranty, leave my boy alone sort of thing. It was mm, like no. a... Um, it was well-raised argument. Yeah, yep. and, and actually, I think like she won them over. She actually did. Yeah, and they're they my were... biggest fans. They're my patrons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're here the tonight. <laughs> they're your only listeners. They're, they're my listeners. They share a yeah. subscription. Um, <laughs> anyway, after all this occurred, after this, then we got a whole series of hate messages you from all of Oh my when god! I said now, of, she said I she literally just slated all of us, but then put. The headliner. Can't remember your name though. Yeah. The headliner was the only funny act. And I think she described the rest of you as what, Peter? 
Unprofessional? I'm funny? Dire. Yeah. Was her exact She did. It's amazing what I forget. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All the bad stuff. I remember it because you shared this email with us and our collective jaw dropped because it was... Well, mine didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Tom was like, so I was great, right? (laughs) It was unbelievable. She seemed hilarious. to think of herself as this, like, impresario. She, yeah, she thought we you know, it's shit. like, I've been yeah. running comedy clubs in, you know, New York and, and L.A. and London. And it's like, no, you're just some weird, crazy lady who dressed up like a nun. Yeah. You're mental. She had delusions. Even, even now, that was... my brother will sometimes mention that gig and go, by the way, why was she dressed as a nun? <laughs> yeah. No, oh, hold on. figure it out, so it wasn't a theme nun. <laughs> Actually, thinking about it, why was, Why she, was she dressed, dressed as, as a fucking nun? Yeah. It's a great question. question. Why not? <laughs> I think that was her answer, was why not? I and she kept she... wanting to kiss people and, like, have someone take a photo and be like, we'll use she, it for promotional. It's like, for... Sorry, how do you think promo works? We saying... She wasn't just dressed as a nun. She was dressed as a naughty nun. Like, it was a sexualized oh. costume. Oh, she, it's not like she was dressed as an actual and Catholic she was, nun. She, she was, was dressed in a, in a the, she was sex shop. She was not a chicken. No. She was yeah, a, a winter carcass. Let's <laughs> not. No, no, no. Let's come on. Sorry, that no, was me. I just meant. I just meant. But he set me do, up, and no, I do not body shame. That I'm not, lady. No, 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 it wasn't even that. Completely was... and utterly doable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had to bring it back down. God, that was a good moment. That was getting too the high worst on the horse. Night of comedy. That this... was the best night of my entire life. <laughs> Shut up. I've been, I have enjoyed that memory so many times oh, yeah. that occasionally when I climax, that will just pop into my mind. So when you mentioned that, so when I introduced you to Jenny and you started telling the story, I literally yep. like bypassed it. And the next day she was like, so what was that thing about the nun? I was like, it doesn't matter. It's a refuse. So you know what? I'm this, gonna, is, this might I'm be the gonna, best retelling of that story. I'm going to play this... this, yeah, this this I'll is play the whole podcast. She's, <laughs> no, she's a busy person. Yeah, no, she's I'll play this bit of the podcast and then just say, no questions. Yeah. This is all your if game. If you have any questions, ask Tom. No. Yeah. That was the, I'd say that gig was worse for me than, than when I bombed in front of a whole room full of critics and agents. Yeah. That, was, that gig was worse. Emo mistakes were much lower ultimately. I remember thinking there, sitting in the pub bit of that, of that and going... Why the hell am I doing this? It was the kind of night that would make is existential in its epic. When she was taking photos, I remember being so. I don't, I don't want. Don't take a photo. Just don't go take away. a. Remember f- when I just go away. I think there are photos of us on my phone, or maybe not on my phone. They're they're definitely somewhere. I would like to have those. I would love to see them again. Yeah. Because I think they were taken at the beginning where we were like, hey, look, it's us three, good buddies. We're doing a comedy <laughs> night. Here we go. And, and by the end of it, oh. no, by the end of it was, fuck you, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> by, by the end of it, Tom was off in the corner and Ruskin and Peter were crying. I See, that, that night for me was similarly impactful, but in the opposite direction. Because that was one of the few nights... Fucking shut up. <laughs> shut your face. No, no, no. Genuinely, because... That, that was actually a no, night where seriously. I realised... That I actually, you were a really good friend because I didn't begrudge you killing one yeah. iota, oh, well, and, I, I and I didn't begrudge you. <laughs> of course, you did. I still do. That's where you live. <laughs> but no, sorry, I interrupted. And Very I didn't well. begrudge you bombing it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that for me was the first night that I had ever had to deal with a with a room with a um a hostile room and with hecklers who were genuinely relentless in their heckling and come on stage and actually turn a crowd around. Cause most of the time when I've been heckled, it's been stuff that's been really helpful. 
Like, I, I've gone to nights and I, I kind of invite heckling. I kind of, you know, I'll interact with the crowd a bit and try yeah, and get that. them to say shit. And if there's a guy at the back being rowdy, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, let's go back and forth. Fuck yeah, that's... Well, I do this set all the fucking time. Give me something new to work with, please. And But it's never... It's always at nights where heckling is discouraged. You know, it's either a really professional setting. Everyone's there to watch the act. It's like theatre. Don't fucking talk. Or... It's at open mic nights where half the acts are new and the MC says, if you're going to heckle someone, heckle me. Don't heckle the acts because some of them are new and they, you know, they're not going to know how to yeah. handle it. Yeah. So this was the first night where I actually got to have a proper hostile crowd and, and see what I was fucking made of. And it was, I mean, if it hadn't worked out, I'd have been <laughs> as sad as you guys are. But it did work out. Oh, but and I got to use clear, a joke I'm that only I'd sad, I'm only sad because you did well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. I would not be hard. Which is why it's fun for me. If I'd just killed as a headliner of a night that went well, it would have meant nothing to me. But because you fucked it, and because Rob fucked it, it means the world to me. Yeah, I really did. It was one of my worst. Oh, thank you so much. There's another one right here. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's see if I can turn this one around. It sounds arrogant, but it genuinely was a night that I remember very fondly. Oh, we all remember it. (laughs) Just not fondly. I actually do fondly remember it. I honestly do. That's like a person that looks back on their abusive childhood and goes, no, they weren't that bad. No, I mean, it was that bad, but that's why... Like, I've bombed worse than that, for oh, sure. Oh, God, yeah. My God, it was... Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. Oh, 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 No, you definitely have, because you still I got have. laughs. You got laughs from the rest of the audience yeah. when you were going back and forth. It just, well, exactly. It just got a it little bit It split the room in a very uncomfortable way, and I didn't yeah. do my job of trying to address it or heal it properly. Mm. Yeah. I doubled down on whatever they thought I was doubling down on, which wasn't that. Which would have worked in a bigger crowd. Yeah. In a bigger crowd... The tactic that you used was absolutely pertinent. You can definitely use that tactic because if someone has has heckled or continues to heckle you or misunderstands something, then you can definitely make them the bad guy. Yeah. But not when they are half the audience, <laughs> which they were at the time. But also the audience learn from other audience. So if the rest of the audience oh, are God. laughing, they kind of go, oh, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe those... Mm. Yeah. Well, they're laughing. They're good but half the audience was our mates. So they knew Ruskin was fine. Yeah. We know he's not a homophobe. We know he's actually the opposite of I'll homophobe. be honest. That, Gay. Hang on. <laughs> You're not a homophobe because... I just like to go on record. I'm not a homophobe. I'm not a transphobe. I'm not a racist. But I do hate... <laughs> <laughs> no, do you remember... Indiscriminately. There's a, there's a Michael Caine film. I don't know what it is. But it's like there's two things I can't... I can't do the yeah. impression. Two things I can't stand. And it's xenophobia and the Dutch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's maybe a Mike Myers Austin film. Powers. His... Yes, yeah, yeah. it might not be xenophobia. I might have got the quote. Yeah, I think wrong. it's xenophobia and the Dutch. It's a yeah, great, it's yeah, a it great is, line. You're right, yeah. He's a great actor. Who? Michael Caine. He's done a lot of crap films. <laughs> yeah, so. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Who? Like, you're quoting your fucking idiot. He's done a lot of bad movies, though. Look at the 70s yeah, and he's, 80s. He's not... Yeah, but you can do bad movies and be a good actor. Oh, no, I'm not saying... Yeah, great. He's a great actor. Like, he's genuinely someone I can watch in almost anything, and I'm like, ha, it's Michael Caine. And just sit and enjoy his I am happy to see him. He, yeah, yeah, when I'm watching a movie, I'm happy to like, see him there. Um, he's like Anthony Hopkins. He's uh, like... Uh, what's his face? Who did uh, One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest? More, Jack yeah, Nicholson. Yeah, Nicholson. Uh, he's like... You love uh, to see it. What's her name? Moore? Julianne Moore. I love oh. Julianne Moore. Sandra Bullock. I've got such a crush on Julianne Moore. Oh, she's she's beautiful. wonderful. She's, she's 60 wonderful. plus. 
No, she's not. There, yeah, she is. There is. There's. A, I don't know why that's pertinent. You didn't say that about Anthony Hopkins. You fucking weirdo. Um, <laughs> and he's way older. Yeah, but he doesn't look young. And also, Rob no, but he still looks good right? for his age. <laughs> Julianne Moore is. I feel like Peter only beautiful. mentioned Julianne Moore's age because he was is sexually attracted to her, and I don't like that. I think you should be sexually attracted to Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah. a fucking if there's one thing we've learned over these 20 hours that we've been recording, yeah, it's God. that you should be... You're right, she was born in uh, 1960. I can't do maths. We do prattle on, don't we? We do. Yeah. yeah. Shall we... I mean, it's nine o'clock. Oh, we should probably... Yeah, the next stop. day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let, yeah, let's bring it to yeah, a close and eat dinner. I've got to get to work sure. in 15 minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, we just, right. uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, well. that was the Bliss of the Abyss. Uh, I'm Thomas Leo. This is Ruskin Denmark, who I'm pointing out with my right hand. Peter Hose, who I'm pointing out with my left hand. Uh, the curtain that I'm pointing out with my middle hand. And uh, thank you for listening. Do you guys have anything you want to say? Nope. Um, <laughs> Peter, anything to add? I love you guys. Fuck off. <laughs> Like, rate, and subscribe. Five stars. <laughs> Thank YouTube you very much. It doesn't have five stars anymore. It has like huh? and dislike. Like and dislike. Yeah, because five stars more binary. is way too polarizing. Yeah. Yeah, because if you give something two and a half stars, you like it. If you know, what I say is, if you enjoyed this, rounding up. Yeah. If you enjoyed this, great. And if you didn't, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you enjoyed this, get yourself checked. If you enjoyed this, more episodes of Not Fit for Human Consumption. One Coming day soon, <laughs> but we might not be there. So don't worry too much about listening to this. Yeah, yeah no, don't worry. About oh that. no, the Earth will have frozen over by that point. By the time we get our asses into gear. <laughs> yeah. All right. If there's a second lockdown, you might get some episodes. So here we here we go, there guys. We go. If you are interested in hearing episodes of Not Fit for Human Consumption, what I want you to do is I want you to catch COVID, pray for a third it. wave. <laughs> Go outside and lick everyone. Super spreaders unite. <laughs> I want you to blow up people's noses. That's what I want. And when I say blow up, I mean with your mouth, not with fucking explosives. Okay. I think let's let's finish on that. The thing you just said there? No. This. This. Sorry. This moment. I mistook. Here. Yeah, it's probably good. This one? No, that that one. That he did the one before. Oh fuck! I missed that. No, Need to go only, back. No, well we can't now. Can we go back? We don't do time travel. Oh, do. I don't do English apparently. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? Time travel. All right, cut. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. I have genuinely fucking missed doing this. Yeah, this is the most fun I've had since Ashley excluded COVID. since the last time we did this. This is... this is my favourite pastime. I like this more than doing... I like this as much as killing I a stand-up set. I like about this because it requires about 10% of the effort. Yeah, and it's more rewarding because we're making each other laugh and I care if you guys think I'm funny. That's being recorded, I mean, he cares right? about... Recorded, is that recorded? I haven't stopped anything yet. Fuck, fuck for that's that. That's the pull quote. Yeah, that's in there. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> it was all an act. Alright, let's see.
Thank you for listening to the show. This has been The Bliss of the Abyss with your host, me, Robin Umar Jones, Ruskin Denmark, whatever you want to call me. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting it by becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com slash the bliss of the abyss and give whatever you can. It really, really helps support the show and keeps it growing and becoming better and bigger and brighter. Follow us on all the social medias. Follow me on all the social medias and give us five stars. It helps grow the show. Keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss. Bye.